It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast PlayStation Collector's Podcast PlayStation Collector's Podcast Welcome to the show It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast PlayStation Collector's Podcast PlayStation Collector's Podcast Welcome to the show Not much. How you doing, Vixie? Good, man. Yourself? I'm good. Excuse me, I had a little gas there. I um today uh, my girlfriend works tomorrow, so we celebrated Father's Day today. So uh, we went out to eat, and they put all her toppings on my burger, and she had a naked burger, well, veggie burger. She's vegetarian, but I had a meat burger. Then I went to the movie theater. I went to go see The Flash. I enjoyed it. it was, yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, I went in the bathroom in the movie theater and there's this uh, grown man posted up at the u- urinal with his shirt pulled halfway up and his ass sticking out like he's like five years old. <laughs> and I, I had to look twice. I think because... the AJ box. Let me go and change that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look twice because that, cause that, cause that was hot, man. Damn. I was, I was like, what? <laughs> I think I'm going to start it. Uh, anything, anything new happened for you this week other than the usual? The uh, what, how, what? How did you put it? Well, half the week we um we had this conversation three days ago. I turned my game room around ninety degrees. Oh yeah, I did notice. Uh, so, up. so you just moved your desk and your computer? Yeah, well, I gave it a good clean. I pulled everything out, cleaned it, and then moved it ninety degrees and put it back together smarter. So like all the um, I've got like tape across scaff tape across the power cords so you're not going to trip on any of the cords and then where everything is plugged in it's in order with the power boards below so each monitor is in order and everything so it's just a little bit smarter on how it's all set up yeah well, well, cable management <laughs> I planned it i planned it yeah I, i'd love to see under your desk <laughs> well just to see the cables yeah, yeah and that cable management is important if you're um if you're having collections around and everything, because I'm trying to pull games out and then there's cords going everywhere. So it takes a bit of time to organize, but I like how it's all set up. Yeah. Well, I've, I've left the living room. I'm back in the bedroom with this bland ass background behind me, but uh, I'm going to try and do something to spruce it up. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I love the um, old background you had with all the video games playing. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to drag another TV behind me. That'll be a pain in the ass. <laughs> well, we've made it to episode number 60. Oh, Man, wow. that's awesome. Yeah, that's Ooh, some sort of. Oh, well, tonight, uh, I, 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 I prepared this special for these gentlemen. Hey, everybody, here on the PlayStation Collectors Podcast, we like to talk about games we've recently picked up, games we're currently playing. And tonight, we welcome John and Ryan from the <laughs> Game Deflators for the Inflation versus Deflation Challenge. So, welcome, everyone. <laughs> Good How job. Yeah. <laughs> 
I've been practicing awesome. all day, and I and I and I freaking yeah, you know, I got the nerve. So Ryan, John, John Ryan, game deflators. How you guys doing today? This doing evening, good. How are you doing, Will and Figsy? Yeah, really good. Thanks for coming on the show, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, doing awesome. Glad to be here. Yay! It's finally. It's fine. I I I, I listen to you guys' podcast often, and um, I'm just gonna warn you ahead of time. We're going to talk about video games, a lot of video games, but I've also got a lot of podcast podcast questions lined up for you guys because you guys have been at it for a markedly longer time than we have. Yeah, I think uh, 240 something episodes now. Yeah, I know. Like when I try to think back that it's been like five years, I'm like, what? (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, it's actually more than that because we had like some lost episodes and other things that we uh, released. I can tell you right now. Uh... Actually, I can't. I don't know why it didn't come up. <laughs> but we're on uh, episode 239 officially for our podcast. 239. 250 milestone coming up. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be a big one. I, I never... It's one of those things like we just started doing it because John had like come to me. He had done a little bit before and I was like, yeah, man, I'll totally do a podcast with you. But we need to change a whole lot of it. <laughs> And, you know, going through everything, I'm so shocked that it's gone on this long, but like you just kind of keep at it. And as long as you're having fun, like, hell yeah, man, just keep going. Yeah, yeah. Figsy, the, the minute just stops being fun, I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> Is this the time for our plug? Oh, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, well, tell us about the plug. I'm just, I'm just screwing around. No, no. We're, we're going to be plugging you out. You're going to be plugging. Oh, yeah, that, that works. Yeah. yeah. But so tell us about the podcast. Yeah, so um, we, as Will said, we like to talk about games we recently picked up, games we're currently playing, and we do a challenge every week as well as talk about the news. Uh, it's in gaming. You can find us on thegamedeflators.com, our currently up-to-date website. Uh, you can find us on social media, of course, at The Game Deflators on Instagram and Facebook and at Game Deflators on Twitter. Uh, and then, of course, all the podcast apps are out there as well as YouTube. And I think that's it. Ryan, yeah. we're not on Pornhub, right? No, not yet. No. Okay. All right. We, this is our first experience in video. We're not on the couch quite yet. <laughs> you yeah. you updated the website finally? No, we got uh, rid of the parts we didn't want yeah, to update. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. So uh, we had a whole section on the video game website. We were like, all right, cool. Like our inflation deflation segments where we kind of do a quick, the way we kind of pictured it was we're not going to sit back and play an entire video game in its entirety, right? So we're like demos are what, 50, 60 minutes. Let's play 50, 60 minutes of a game, get a good feel for it. And that right there could tell you, is it worth going out and buying this because of the experience you've had or is it not? And um, so, yeah, we we started to do on our website. We're like, all right, we're going to take the transcription of our website or of our audio. We're going to pop it on the website and we're going to do a review on there and have all this written content. And I realized we were at the time about 160 episodes in. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking do this. And now it's 238, 239 episodes. I'm like, I'm definitely not going to do this. So let's just remove all of that because it was way too much. It was inputting photos onto the back end, uh, taking the, you know, obviously the copy, putting it in, uh, link interlinking within the website. I'm like, there's no way. Like, I'm just, it'll take me ages to get this done. So just ultimately removed that and removed our like game collection section that we had, which is really just a pull in from Instagram. And now it's up to date. We have our contact form and we've got our podcast on there as well. And then a link to our YouTube on our main page. So it is up to date technically. Nice. nice. 
Yeah. I've, I've, uh, you know, does the website help? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it does technically like having a website does help in terms of overall, um, you know, search engine functionality, uh, just That's having cool. that on there. I mean, it's good to have it and, um, it's, it's linked out. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have that linked into other areas, like other, um, aggregate based websites. So I'm able to take like a link to the website and pop it in on certain pages. And then obviously it just multiple links on the internet. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, I, I did one, one question. Who did your music? Where did you just find it on? Where'd you guys get your music? from? So there is a, nobody steal it, but there is a, a guy that does uh, free video game music basically. Uh, I think it's techno Axe is uh, his name. And he does basically techno versions of like eight bit and stuff. And, uh, and really anything he's got like techno versions of rock music and metal, uh, eight bit style, uh, theme music, just tons of stuff. And, uh, it's all free. So it's, um, you just kind of, all you have to do is if you'll see on our podcast episode descriptions on the very bottom, it's like, oh, we are using this as, you know, under whatever agreement. And then there's a link that goes to the guy's website. Do you have yeah. to put that? I've, I've done. Yeah. Music yeah. You, you have, have to put that, that for whatever. What is it like? Whatever rights. I don't, yeah. I don't remember the exact. That's, that's I like, didn't put it once. I didn't realize I used it and got an email from them. And they're like, hey, use our music. Can you please add the link? <laughs> I'm like, all right. Yeah. Like it's, it's all free. Like there's nothing, you know, if you didn't have it, it's not like the guy's going to email you and be like, oh yeah, you didn't put my link in there. But, you know we have it in there and it's obviously it's good stuff. So like to share that. I made, I recently made a little um, musical blip for the, the quiz that we run and uh, immediately because it got demonetized for it, even though the site I, I got, I pulled it from blatantly said, you don't need to credit us. It's absolutely free, blah, blah, blah. And then what do you know? Bump, bump. So we changed it. Did yeah. You and the music we have, I've actually like reverse engineered some of it. So like what you hear is not like what it was initially. It's um, some of the sections I've kind of obviously raised and lowered the audio in certain sections. I've pieced together other parts as well. So just to make it fit appropriately for based on like the intro and outro. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So tell us about your collections. Uh, Ryan, what do you collect for? Uh, what what consoles? Where are you? What What, what are your tastes? So um, my favorite way to collect is to know somebody who has a massive collection of games <laughs> and hang out with them. Uh, this actually behind me here is basically everything that I have. And I had never actually gone through my collection and put it all together. But for your guys' homework you gave me, I needed to find out what game of mine had the biggest drop in value. So I went through on price charting and added all of my collection of everything that I have today, just this morning, to figure that out. So uh, where it stands right now, I guess I have a collection of 50 items, including all of my consoles, valued at about five grand. And that impressed the hell out of me. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I just, you know, I spent my whole childhood going to GameStop and selling it so that I could get new games and never really put stock in it and then around the time i got into college i was like you know what i'm just gonna stop selling my games so i've got like my 360 era on worth of stuff that i've just basically held on to and i'm 
if anybody's ever listened to the podcast, I, I'm not the best at finishing games and <laughs> I kind of jump around for things. So I'm really not the collector uh, of the group, but you know, I've been relying on game pass a lot for this last year and my Xbox since PS fives were hard to find and I didn't really have the cash for one. So my collections aren't, aren't super big but i do have like a couple choice pieces that like i've kind of incidentally gotten over time that have kind of gone up that i have that are kind of fun like going through my collection this morning about like six or seven years ago i bought einhander for the ps1 purely because it was on the demo disc that i had for ps1 as a kid and i remembered being like a sick game so i got it for like 40 bucks and it's up to 170 that's my most valuable game that i have that's a shoot 'em up if i'm not mistaken yeah i can i can see the i can see the game in my head with there's some umlauts somewhere on the corner on the cover yeah 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 it's square soft yeah yeah here i can go grab it real quick i can can picture it as well it was a north american exclusive we didn't get it over here i'm feeling bad will if our guests are going to this much effort for their homework (laughs) <laughs> Ryan, just we'll, we'll give you a plus for your homework grade it was a lot of work <laughs> well, Ryan, you know, i don't i don't blame you at all i mean if 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 you had access to uh if you got access to the, all the, the whole library of games for free uh no freaking you know re- late return fees i i'd do it too he borrows stuff from me all the time i've got two things from john right now i've got for our every year we do the um Oh, uh, new games resolution where we got to play a game that we've always wanted to play. Uh, so I always borrow that game from John because he's got all the stuff I never bought. <laughs> but I've got Pikmin from him, which he didn't have, so he bought so that I could play it. And he uh, no, have it. no, actually, I did not. I actually found a collection from a guy and I got it for a dollar. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's the way and to do he, it. Mm-hmm. He just challenged me for our uh, summer game challenge to play Darkness, so I've got that from him right now. Also, the Darkness, the, yeah, darkness. the darkness. That's on right. PS3. That's right. Yeah, it's a PS3 game. Yeah, the one mm-hmm. based off the Top Cow comic book. Yeah, I, I, I've never played it, but oh, I do. You're missing out. If it's good or not. Yeah, it's good. It's sitting on the shelf, collecting dust. What, what, uh, Ryan? What uh, console? What's your console of choice? Would you say? What's your favorite to play on? My favorite console ever is the game boy micro i love the game boy micro it's just like so i love small tiny things so it's just like cute and the screen is like crystal clear it's beautiful i went to japan a couple years ago for my honeymoon and i Mm. bought the famicom one because i had mine got stolen years and years ago and they're so expensive and like it's hard to find them online so i was like i'm gonna pick one up while i'm here and do you know the gamer going to japan thing oh man yeah that's yeah she you you got that the wife signed off on going to japan no problem he's just oh yeah no we bought her the uh kingdom hearts ps4 at a shop while we were there oh so she's a gamer too yeah she dabbles a little bit she likes kingdom hearts and um a few other things we act she actually just finished um what is it uh ghostwire tokyo Tokyo. Mm -hmm. oh nice is she going to pick up Final Fantasy 16? Is that her thing? Oh, we don't have a PS5. <laughs> One day. Is it coming out on PS4? I don't mm-hmm. think so. And I'm Xbox locked. I got a Series S like 
a couple summers ago, and I've just been riding that Game Pass line. I've literally only bought Elden Ring for it. Yeah, I don't think it's coming on PS4 because I remember um, was the president of Square specifically said that it could only be made because of the PS5. Right. Like Ooh, if, it, if it was on the PS4 and people would be like, well, then why is it on Xbox? That That's good because we've been talking on the show like there's not many like PS5 exclusive games out there because if it can game can run on PS4, it's not a true PS5 well, it'll, game. It'll be on PC next year, I think. By Makes sense. Uh, a game yeah. can run on PS5. It should be able to run on the best PCs out there. Well, yeah. we're really going to see once that uh, Ratchet and Clank gets ported over and people try to see if they can run that on a hard disk. Only the power of the PS5 can enable that. <laughs> well, there's certain things on the Ratchet and Clank game that are exclusive to the PS5 controller. Mm, yeah, that's too. Built into the PS4 controller. Maybe okay. they'll be able to do it without those features. And Can't you like put that. the uh, PS5 controller into PC though? Yeah, I think so. I had a lot. Yeah. I had. I tried to use it on Steam, and like the button mapping was wrong, and the sensitivity mm. was crap. I just got an Xbox controller. It's so much easier. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't play on. Uh, I use this for. I use my computer for this thing we do. And, I don't even check emails on it, if I'm being honest. I just use oh, it for this. <laughs> as often as I can avoid it. What, you know, what you about... can use the PS5 controller on the PS3. I, so thought, they did, wanted... I thought they undid that after word got out. Because they were oh, being they undid it. Mm. I thought, I thought, I'm going to have to try that. I haven't. I got to dust off my PS3. That'd what, be what the about... best thing they did with the PS3 in a long time. Yeah. Uh, the... They still yeah. update all the time. I would turn my PS3 on, and I'm like, well, have we got an update? <laughs> yeah, 4.9, I think, is what they're up to. What about you, John? Your collection, what what is it mostly? Is it What's your favorites? Um, I think it's mostly PlayStation 2, actually. No. Mostly, yeah. I got my price charting up right now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's PS2 uh, in general, so let me just filter that. And I'll tell you, so if I go, so in the collection is 2,200 plus. And I say 2,200 plus because I got a number of games that haven't added into the collection. Um, PlayStation 2 is sitting at 395. Nice, man. So it's a good portion of the collection. I like the diversity. I checked out photos of the walls. Yeah, or Instagram. Everything on the Instagram is actually directly from my collection. I was, I was going to ask that question, but um, I, I assumed from talking to you for five minutes as it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so everything's on there. Uh, Will, to answer the other question I think you're going to ask is favorite console to play on? Um, probably Super Nintendo. Really? Yeah. yeah. So Super Nintendo's got all the classics. I mean, you got some of the greatest platformers on there, some of the greatest fighting games. Uh, a lot of the RPGs that are on that console are absolute classics that they just, you know, unlike anything else that was released out there. And I'd say second would probably be PlayStation 1, again, because of the RPGs that were released on PS1. So wow. I like playing PS1 games on the PS3. Oh, yeah. PS4 they load faster on PS3. You can use the internal memory to save them. Yep. yep. Right. I just beat, uh, what was it? Uh, Legend of Cardia or World Cardia World of Fate. I just beat cool. that one recently. No. On Super Nintendo? No, PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm tactical rpg i think it was released in 97 or 99 i don't remember no i i i I, uh, the playstation came very briefly into my uh sphere of influence my roommate got one 
he eventually sold it to me for beer money and uh i i just played it i, I played tomb raider a lot uh never found the booby code it i don't know what to find <laughs> out it doesn't exist it's kind of bullshit john then, is that the prequel to scars of acadia uh cardio world of fate uh no i think it's its own thing i don't think okay, it's a no, prequel. I think it something else yeah i don't know maybe it is yep there we that go is there right there oh wow oh, atlas yeah, yeah. The, co- the cover art on that too is is pretty sweet. It's and uh, ninety ninety eight. There we go. It's an Atlas title, you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, well, that's already from PS one and two. That's that's a gold stamp. This yeah. Is, uh, well, it's hard to find. Pretty rare, actually. Yeah, it is. Um, it, it's it's actually not as high price as you would think for that's a hard to find game. Yeah. What's yeah, it going for? Uh, I think he said a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, and that's it. Used to be running about. I think when I picked it up, it was running for about fifty or sixty. To me, that's a high price game. Anything over sixty is is high price for me. I don't think that's why. Yeah, RPG wise, yeah, RPG wise. If it's a pretty hard to find game, sitting at a hundred bucks, I mean, honestly, it's worth it. Considering you have like what Persona Two and Persona One are like three and four hundred dollars complete in box. For those titles, I mean, mean, that's so many of them. Legend of Dragoon, like you've got. Chrono Trigger, you've got all oh, that's got in America. I don't know how cheap it is because you guys have constantly have it reprinted by Square Enix. Uh, so the Chrono Trigger <laughs> on PS1 is probably the most affordable version because it's on is it Chronicles or Anthologies for Final Fantasy? So it's combined with I think it's Final Fantasy VI, so it's combined with. I don't think we got it on ours. We got we got Origins and Anthology. You guys got oh, there's another one and it's on that pack. Uh, Tactics yeah. Final Fantasy well, Tactics, it's on there. Well. No, I think it's Chronicles is what it'd be. Because you had anthologies, I think it was Chronicles, yeah, and yeah, Tactics, and Origins, yeah. Chronicles, Evo. And obviously 7, 8, and 9 were released on PS1. Obviously, it's a golden era for Final Fantasy. 6 as well, yeah, and you're right. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, yeah. Absolutely. And that's what most people got into Final Fantasy. I think Final mm-hmm. Fantasy 7 was the highest selling PS1 game of all time. I'm not sure, but probably. Sounds about right. Well, I still sell it today. So, like, the numbers yeah. are still going up, which is crazy. I got the greatest sets one for Chronicles. That's there we go. I called it. Chron- I got it. Uh, Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy IV. That's how I beat Chrono Trigger, actually. I didn't, when I was younger, I didn't know it was on the Super Nintendo. Uh, so, I played it on the PlayStation 1. I was like, oh, it's pretty cool. And that was it. And then, obviously, Chrono Cross would be the other one. Man, I played it on fine because I really wanted to play it. <laughs> which one? I played it on the iOS version of the phone. Oh, gotcha! Really yeah. I recently, uh, I recently sent my PS5 back to Xbox or back. What was it? <laughs> back to Sony. This is like, like a console, Microsoft. <laughs> and, and, I got a they, hostage. Take it. <laughs> and they thanked me. No, uh, I sent it. I sent it back to Sony because it took a crap. Uh, and while that was happening, I uh, I began to um, emulate. Yeah. You know, I began to, uh, what's a video game, uh, conservation. Yeah. That's what I was doing. I was conserving yeah. video games. That's exactly what I was doing. Uh, so I played a couple of PS4. I, I, I started, uh, Final Fantasy one and, uh, yeah, it's okay. I guess uh, yeah. <laughs> playing, uh, Tenchu and was it Soviet strike? I think that was the other one. Tenchu Soviet strike. Yeah. Ten, well, no, Tenchu. <laughs> I know. Assassin. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That'd be, that'd be a cool that'd game. That'd be an interesting yeah. collaboration. Tension <laughs> invades the USSR. <laughs> you have to do it like stealthily attacks only. <laughs> Stealth helicopter attacks. 
Oh, shit. But uh, anyway, oh, oh, another podcast question. You guys do, um, it's all pre-recorded, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so how, what's, your, what's your recording schedule like? I mean, you guys, like, religious every every Wednesday or Thursday? Okay. It's, uh, we record usually on, I mean, we record in advance. It's released on a Monday. So actually, no, technically it's released at 11.55 p.m. on Sunday. And I do that because we actually have a following in the U.K., so by releasing at that time, it's early morning UK. And then obviously it's up for people in the US uh, that morning as well. Um, we do get some downloads out of Australia as well. Um, but the UK is our second, like our second largest market uh, compared to the US. And yeah, so it's every single Monday technically that it goes out. And then we record usually like eight, between eight and 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning uh occasionally we'll record every other week nowadays actually every other week we record at 3 p.m on a sunday before we have our D session yeah we kind of flip-flop so like for the longest time we lived close enough together and i was always going over to his house to play the game because he's got the collection and we got to play the game every week for the show so i come over we hang out we play the game you know just kind of shoot the shit for a while and then once we get to recording you know it, it takes like three hours, four hours, like to do the whole thing. But going through, you know, once he moved away a little bit, it made more sense to like, okay, we'll, we'll double up. We'll play two games, record. We'll have an off week. You know, we try to get some, um, John had a kid last year. So we had banked up like 10, 12 extra episodes, you know, every once in a while we like to do, you know, we do our regular show format. And then we try to do some other formats. So we've got our um, starter Triple. kit showdown episodes where we'll each say, okay, here's a total budget for a console. What games can you get to go with that console for this price point? And we each make our own list, talk about our history with the console and stuff. So those kind of canned episodes we can keep in the bank, release those if we need an off week or just to mix it up or something. And then try to do a few other formats that we've tried over the years. You know, we just started doing a recently a triple threat throwdown where we'll pick three games of a similar genre, you know, and say, hey, okay, here's three snowboarding games. Which one of these is the best snowboard game? Yeah. I yeah, just listened to the snowboard episode earlier. Oh, did you? Yeah, that was that was an interesting one. Um, yeah, that was recorded like September, I think. <laughs> Actually, when we recorded that, yeah, one. because I, I I thought it was odd and think like, well, this will probably drop in November, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Here? I mean, we dropped it in what like when did we drop that episode? I mean, it wasn't too long ago, but it, yeah, it wasn't was that long snowboard ago. season. We we actually meant to drop it in like February when it's still technically snowboard season, but it's like whatever. Like we had we had an it was an emergency situation where like we have an episode in the bank and we can't record this week, so let's toss that out. Um, but yeah, and then obviously uh, Ryan, I don't think I told you, but I want to do you know games under Tree Fitty, so that's mm-hmm. one that we got to do. Um, and then we've done like scary games at a scary price, so we took uh kuon haunting ground um obscure i just listened uh, to that one today too (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we took those and that's actually one of our highest listened to episodes which is kind of nice and that's the point too like having episodes like that those are your evergreens you know there's certain things where you know if we're talking about 
current gaming news. We always have our inflation deflation, which is something you can go back and listen to whenever. But I mean, how often do you really go back and listen to something from a long time ago if it was current news then? You know, half I, that time, you're not really going to be that interested yeah. in it. But some things, you know, we try to take topics too that are like, not so just about the news now it might be about something you could listen to in the future anyways and people love to listen to a backlog you know once you find somebody and you lock in you definitely want to listen to as much of them as you can too but trying to get that kind of content out there that stands out from your regular content or you know like evergreen like you said yeah one of our biggest uh early videos or early podcasts was the vectrix episode because John had a Vectrix and people just don't really know what a Vectrix is. So, you know, things like that really stand out too. Well, and at the time, Apple had released its like Apple Arcade. Mm -hmm. So we actually took uh, Ryan dove into, um, God, I think it was like episode 45 or something. But basically, we took my Vectrix, we pulled out whatever games that I had at the time. I have a multi cart now, so it's got like 37 games on there. Um, but we played the Vectrix games and we did a comparison to modern games that were on Apple Arcade and we we're like, all right, well, you know, let's try to find the these. evolution. Like yeah. we found like a tank game on the Vectrix. Okay. What's a equivalent of that, that Apple Arcade has now and the yeah. Apple Arcade yeah. on the iPad and the Vectrix, they're both kind of like a big screen all in one <laughs> kind of experience. So that was kind of a fun one. Yeah. And in well, essence, all games are evolution like. Mm -hmm. you look back through every genre they all started you know on the atari or on the commodore 64 or something like that you, you mentioned multi-cart is that a game preservation cart <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i don't i don't think anybody's gonna be bitching about the vectrix right now oh uh, one other thing to point out by the way is that um when we do skip certain episodes or when we do um if we forget to play a game, Ryan does involve himself in video game conservation. Uh, but I do have a legit physical copy of that, you know, usually. But no, to multi-cart, there's a guy on, God, I think it's eBay or something. I don't remember. He has his own website, but he released, um, this is like, I think 3.5 for the multi-cart. And it's not every Vectrix game. It's got a number of them on there, though. Uh, some of them actually don't work, oddly enough, <laughs> even though they're on the cart. But they're unlocked of unlimited lives on there is, so it's just really to have fun is 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 it okay is it can you play the vetrix without the uh screen overlay or is it yeah is that like yeah. integral to the game you just yeah. lose all the context like really all it is is like it'll put some you know here's it says score and it would just have a number there so you don't really okay. know maybe what the numbers or what the the things are but it does add a lot of flavor for like certain games where it's like okay now you have a sense of space where you really yeah. was just black and white before. Yeah, and like the, the overlays are in like red and yellow and blue and such. And so they really do add like once those vector images kind of pop out on screen, like it really does kind of add a little bit of oomph to what you're playing. Uh, but if you don't have overlays, there's actually several guys that sell um, third party overlays that they've made. And it's like 200 bucks for like every Vectrix overlay. I'll say that. I've seen yeah, some so of the gun games and Looks like he's in a mountain or a volcano background, and they got like a beach background, and it's all different. It's, it's really cool for its time. It's yeah, we we played. Um, I forget the name of it, uh, but there was a platformer that we played. It's actually on our on our YouTube channel for shorts that we have, and it was just a a weird three D platformer that was on the Vectrix, and it had like voicing and everything else on there too. It was pretty cool. 
Hey guys, yeah, going back to your yeah. um, podcast, I had a couple of questions. Yeah. How long do your episodes usually go for? Oh man, it, 45 usually, minutes to an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah we try to varies. aim for that. Like at first we were trying to be like 30 to 40 minutes and then like started pushing like an hour and that just kind of seemed like a better fit. Like we wanted to get more in there. We toyed around at the beginning for a little while. We were doing kind of like a question of the week kind of thing where we would each try to challenge each other to like a video game, like kind of quiz thing, not as in-depth as what Figsy does, but you know, that same kind of ballpark. And that was a little weird. Now we've kind of got like a discussion topic that's like outside of like whatever the news topic. And I know that like, I love long form content, like my favorite YouTube videos, at least two hours, 20 minutes plus game sack. Comes to it, mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, like, I can put on and then work and just listen to that for like a while. <laughs> yeah. For me, like, honestly, like content 10 minutes max is about my attention span right now. Um, I'm just so busy, but yeah, I think that the big thing for us was making sure that it was like commutable, right? So somebody on their way to work. 45 minutes to an hour hour and 20 minutes is like plenty of time to like listen to an episode and, and get it knocked out um and then of course multiple episodes so we get random spikes where people like download the entire library and just go through uh which is kind of nice um yeah so. it's funny you mentioned commutable because uh, i listen to you guys on the way it's 20 minute about 20 minutes to work 20 minutes back from work and usually i listen to you guys on 1.2 time speed so okay. your voice your voices sound a little off today it's not quite chipmunk level you know but uh, uh it's fast well, enough yeah but yeah, it's fast enough, so make it a little better if we want <laughs> that intro <must> be like <laughs> yeah, i feel at home no but uh yeah so uh, that's it's it's weird yeah it's just a little some little pitches little pitches off but it, it, I, I, I'm, I'm acclimating yeah and we set up the content like ryan said right there's a little bit of something for everybody like if you just want to listen to the inflation deflation segment that's there right and it's always consistent we have a discussion topic now like that's consistent our recent pickups currently playing like if you want to hear what the hell we got going on in our lives and what we're doing like there's that section and then the news like if you're going to skip over the news cool it's usually like the last 15 minutes of inflation deflation um and then like the first 25 minutes is like our what we're talking about, like pickups and all of that, followed by some of that discussion topic. And then there's like that nice gap in between for news. So if you're listening to a backlog, it's like, all right, cool. Let me listen to this, skip over to news because it's not current. And let's go to that inflation deflation segment. I, I like that, say. John. And we, we try and do the same thing. And with yeah. that in mind, it's time uh -huh. to play Figsy's quiz. Is oh, it Figsy? <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's time for America's favorite game show, Figsy Quiz, where we put the minds of the world's greatest video game collectors to the test. And now, the host of our show, Figsy! I hope you guys caught that. World's greatest video game collectors. That's us. We are. Uh, <laughs> it's rarefied up air up here. We're top uh, top of the heap. Us. us I like I said, brightest minds. Yeah, but I'm gonna fail this so bad. <laughs> Welcome to Figsy's Quiz, everyone. So the way this is gonna work is we've got three contestants tonight. John and Ryan, you guys will compete, be competing against each other and competing against Will. So you'll all be on your own. Um, it's gonna go in a clockwise circle. Um, however, who would like to go first? <laughs> Anybody go clockwise first? <laughs> uh, clockwise, so it's going to go. Depending on who goes first. Have we got any volunteers? 
I'll go first. All right, so we got John, Ryan, Will. Each question is going to be worth one point. There'll be 12 questions. John, if you get your question wrong, Ryan will have a chance to steal. Ryan, if you then get it wrong again, Will will have the chance to steal. Um, yeah, let's get into it, guys. All question right. Oh, let me Thanks again to Pavel for once again providing the questions. Um, he had to test me on the questions this week because he thought they were hard, but um, I proved them all, so let's get into it, guys. Question number one. This one's for you, John. What game is this sword from? Final oh, Fantasy Seven. That is Final Fantasy Seven. I wasn't going to take Final Fantasy as an answer. I wanted the actual number, but you nailed it. John takes that, the first. Point. What's that thing called? Soul Buster or something? The Buster, Buster Sword. Buster, Buster Sword. It's a bonus point, Figsy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll t- thank you. My bonus point. <laughs> no bonus points, unfortunately. We haven't um, added that to the quiz yet all right question number two ryan this one's for you what japanese video game company still produces and sells playing cards the most famous and successful deck on the market is an image with napoleon's face on the cover that would be nintendo oh my god that is in fact nintendo correct (laughs) i thought he was about to say incorrect Uh, this is killing me because I know both those answers now. I'm going to get to me and it's going to... Yeah, question three. Will, this is your one to get wrong and blame me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> These characters are the main character. These characters are the main characters of which PS1 game? Pandemonium. Ah, oh, damn it. I knew that too. That is Pandemonium. <laughs> All right. After round one, everyone's got a point. This is... Um, this right is on the board. Question, question number four. John, this one's for you. Both of these characters have the same name. What's the name? Jesus. Uh, not Jesus. That's not the answer. <laughs> <laughs> not Jesus. <laughs> it's Jesus. It's uh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, God, I don't know. Come Chip. on, John. Get it wrong. I have no idea. Chip. The correct answer is Chip. Oh, sweet. Chip from Chip and Dale and Chip from Animal Crossing. Yeah, you should have done it the right way. I don't don't play Animal Crossing, so I wouldn't have known that. I only knew because of Chip on the left. John spent a lot of time at Chip and Dale's. (laughs) (laughs) In the closet, I have a pair of tearaway pants. Don't, Don't make me show you. The name of these video game characters differ by one letter. Name both of them. Uh, Spyro and Pyro. That is correct. That's Spyro and Pyro. That's, That's Spyro? Spyro? <laughs> <laughs> Will and I had the same thought. It's Radical Spyro. Red Spyro. <laughs> That's, uh, That's Skylander Spyro. <laughs> All right, question number six. This one's for you, Will. All right. This is a super compact version of which video game console? Holy crap. It's got three buttons, so I'm going to say Sega Genesis. I have no clue. Not the Sega Genesis. John? Uh, I'm going to phone Google really quick. Super <laughs> compact. Jeez. Um, All right, you said Sega Genesis. Uh, God, man. How? I mean... Yeah, I'm trying to think in terms of scale because, like, it's hard to tell from the image. Like, compact as in, like, palm of your hand or compact as in, like, Game Gear size? 
It's like a D D pad. Same thing. I don't know. Uh, let's go with Nintendo. Randomly. Incorrect. It's not a Nintendo. Ryan? All right. I really have no idea. So I'm going to say Jaguar because I don't know what that is either. Yeah, that was a bad guess. That's incorrect. Will was probably on track here. It was a Sega Master System Ah. Super. This was exclusive to Brazil and Uruguay. Well, if the picture had the radio antenna, I would have known. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, you master, si- master System isn't what they call Genesis overseas? No, that's Me- Mega Drive is overseas. Yeah. Bonus point for John again. <laughs> <laughs> that's the pal thing, but that Mega milk North American name. Gonna milk it. All right, so at the end of round number two, John and Ryan have the lead of two points apiece, and Will is behind on one. Well, he is Anyone giving you all the hard balls. <laughs> I like balls. Well, gonna blame me at the end. It's all right, guys. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm not gonna blame you. He says this now. You white guys. Someone, someone clipped that. <laughs> he likes. He did say he likes balls. You didn't hear that. <laughs> Hard balls. Right, question Blue number balls. seven. This one's for John. The cover of what sports game is this? Well, it's definitely not rugby. Uh... It's not lacrosse. That says ASO ball at the bottom of that little thing. Um, handball? It's not. That s- is handball 17. Oh, Are you kidding yes. me? Wow. Yes. That's a wow. thing. All right. I guess I don't like all balls. Did you know because <laughs> he had hands? Is that what um, gave it away? <laughs> no, there was. If you look in the bottom corner, there's literally a hand of a ball in the bottom corner. And it almost looks it. like volleyball, like though. Dodgeball. Like, yeah, yeah, dodge well, clues. Too too small of a net for soccer. Rugby doesn't have anything of that nature. So hand handball was when you, you you throw the ball against the wall and then the kid Not drops really it and then you, you 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 line him up and peg him after he drops it. <laughs> that's, that's a that's American handball. I don't know. I'm just bullshit. I have no idea. <laughs> All right. Question number eight. This one is for Ryan. Which device are these cartridges for? Oh, man. I'm going to guess the N-Gage. God damn it. They are for the N-Gage. Sweet. Uh, question we, nine. I am going to blame you, Fixie. <laughs> <laughs> I got handball just now. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> like, the funny thing is, I'm the home team, and this fucker, <laughs> he roots against me. Shit. <laughs> he wants me to lose these things. The hey, I would do the same to John. Score of 12 to 9, I believe, or 12 to 10 or something. We'll have to double check that. All right, question number nine. This one's for Will. If the name a PS4 game that has three letter A's and two identical digits in the title. What? A PS4 game that no, has. Oh, I heard you. I just couldn't believe it. Three That's letter A's. Three letter and A's. Two, and two identical, identical numbers. Digits in the title. A PS4 game. 
PS4 games. How many letter A's? So three letter A's and two identical digits. Okay, it's, it's a sports game. And the year is 22. But FIFA only has two A's. <laughs> it's handball. <laughs> FIFA, uh, oh, Jesus. I need you five seconds, Will. Oh, right. you're going to give me freaking three days. I'm going to take them. I'm going to take all. <laughs> I give up. John? Oh, and you still had five seconds. Um, <laughs> I think you're on with the sports game for sure. I think I got it's... it. Ooh, uh, it's done. not MLB. It's not hockey. It is not Madden. I have no idea. And this one I have to run. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Roman numeral 2. I gotta count that could be answers. correct as well, but that wasn't the answer. <laughs> 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 that wasn't the answer. Oh, I mean, hey, he, he got it. We have to double check that one. Warfare. Yeah, that's three A's, yeah, and that's, that, that uh, works. Is it Roman numeral? Survey two? says. Which one? Which Roman numeral is? Is it just two. I, I, Well, I, no, two, it's two not ones. a Roman numeral. It's just a two, isn't it? They're identical. Oh, it is. It is I I. Is it? Yeah, they're identical. Oh, shit. <laughs> Well, you still can we get Joe to come in and adjudicate if that's a correct answer or not? I don't deal with them. No Roman numeral bullshit. Numbers and numbers. <laughs> Rejected. Right, is... so unfortunately, that's incorrect. I don't have a picture yeah. of that for the answer, so it can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> I always want to give point? it that. It's controversial. Um, we were looking for Antarctica 88. Oh, that bullshit game? Obviously. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Hold on. I think uh, I think Ryan gets a point because it is Roman numerals on the cover. Call of Duty, MW two. Uh, I, I want to give Ryan half a point. I think that's I'll take half it. a point. That's cool. Can we get a score update, Joe? Get moving into the final round. So Ryan has a lead of three point five. I only got one right now. Is behind on three, and Will is trailing behind on one. However, anything can happen in this game, guys. Let's move on to the final round. So the final round is an emoji round. I'm going to show you guys some emojis, and you have to tell me the video game title based on the emojis. Ooh. First one is for Will. Modern Warfare 2. Uh, no. Jeez, uh, <laughs> what's the time? Watch Dogs? That's Watch Dogs. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm mad at you. He's another point, and he's coming back. <laughs> I'm screwed on this one. All right, John, this one's for you. What the hell? I'm just thinking reality, the game. You ever played right. Horse Ape Farm? <laughs> <laughs> um, I keep thinking Harambe all of a sudden. Rest in peace, hell? Harambe. Okay, so we got a farmer, we've got a horse, and we've got a gorilla. Uh... God damn it. Um, Zoo Tycoon 4 of a Slaughterhouse. 
<laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Wasn't Zeke Kaiku for the slaughterhouse? <laughs> I'll hand this one over to jo- to Ryan for the steal. Oh man, I was hoping I was gonna just get my own emojis. Um Well, this is the steal, and you'll get your own next. Hmm. That's why I said anyone can still win because Will can technically steal three points. Gosh, I'm gonna say. Oh man, uh, I don't know. The Last of Us. (laughs) (laughs) Farmer Joel. And this one over to Will for the steal and possibly Uh, the comeback. Jesus, as a horse ape farmer. Equestrian monkey agriculture interspecies inter, <laughs> uh, erotica. I'm not gonna take that one as an answer. I'm gonna go with Animal Crossing. No, it wasn't Animal Crossing. Um, this one was mm. tough. I got it wrong too. But once the oh, answer came out, <laughs> man, oh man, oh man, you're marginalizing and that and poor you know like one of John's favorites. That is actually my favorite franchise. So that kind of sucks. <laughs> and then once you see it, you're like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> well, I mean, donkey, it didn't look though, like dude. a donkey. That's yeah, a horse. Yeah, that's totally a horse. Like a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one is for Ryan. Bomberman. That is Bomberman. Yeah, that's a penis. Ryan, that's that <laughs> Ryan wins. Congratulations, Ryan. Plan. You take this week's Figsies quiz. Woo! Thanks for playing, everyone. <laughs> so, Game Deflators outscored Will 7.5 to 2. <laughs> you can do math and shit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, I even got the applause. See? Congrats, Ryan. You guys Thank you. Really I'm I'm not a, I'm not I'm I'm not a good sport. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> That's way that better note, than the game quiz stuff we used to do. Yeah. Uh, I can't take any credit. It's all Pavel. My my quiz questions are really basic when I was running the show. Yeah, it's funny. You earlier, Ryan, you mentioned uh, a starter kit, and uh, I believe we stole that idea from you. Uh, on two occasions yeah. nice nice uh, yeah and um and the what we still? the the starter kit the starter collection will's like i got a brilliant idea figsy let's do this <laughs> <laughs> and it was a brilliant it, it, figsy's over figsy milked the shit out of me also made a youtube video out of it too so don't fucking give me <laughs> ryan you hear that we're influencers now <laughs> hey you know search terms help us too people are looking for one starter kit they can find another but uh, will we do? Hey, it was we- fun doing those videos. Like, the, I want to. Um, so some of the comments have given me ideas. So some of the comments are saying, um, like, do build the collection for two hundred dollars, but don't have a limit on games. So will mm-hmm. you pick up free games, or will you go and pick up fifty games? Like, what are you gonna do? So that well, that's quite interesting. We might do something like when, that. When you guys when you guys did the starter challenge, was there a limit on games, or is just a no. price limit? No, it's yeah, just a price we just limit. decided, like, you know, hey, if. If you wanted to go out and buy like a brand new console, you know, well used, what else could you get instead of that? Like you could like go back and buy a console and a whole handful of games and stuff. It's like, I think Cat Williams had a bit. It was like, why would I go buy you a PlayStation 4? There's an N64. Kids already played these games and know they're fun. I'll get you all of them. (laughs) 
So it's like, you know, even though collecting has gone up so much in value and it is kind of hard to find those same deals you used to be able to, it is kind of surprising like what you could get away with if you, you know, gave yourself a set budget and said, you know, I want to get into this, but where do I start? Like what games are worth getting and what games are traps? Like obviously trying to buy, you know, uh, a, a super nintendo and get uh you know chrono trigger like that's tough sell you know that's hard to do but if you got like a whole bunch of like hey these are all really decent you can get all these games and the console for like 250 bucks like that's a reasonable expectation to be able to save up and acquire in a short amount of time well we also with those two we have some episodes of those where i'll say hey i'm going loose disc right so i can acquire more games by going loose disc it's not meant to say you're a collector right it's what is the most bang for my buck as somebody who wants to get into playing certain games outside of emulating obviously and uh and get those titles so i mean if, if you can save 20 bucks on a game by going loose disc versus having complete in box then do it like that's what you want to do and that's what, how you want to play and everybody collects in a different way right the four of us here when we collect i'm sure it's complete in box right or we at least try to um but somebody else out there who may be a little short on cash isn't going to you know go ahead and collect complete in box they're going to stick it into that cd case and and kind of go about it that way we um, added another thing to it to save on money we did a couple of greatest hits games where mm -hmm. the black label might be like uh, the simpsons hit and run for example is like 50 dollars but i wanted to fit it in and, you know you can fit the greatest hits version in for 15 bucks and you know, that works if you're trying to get all the good games. Yeah, I, I do that all the time. I go on price charting when I build up my list for these. And I'm like, okay, where is there a cheaper version of this that I can find? Or like, I've only got seven bucks left in my budget. What can I find in the $7 category? Oh, wait, this game's 14. But if I get the greatest hits, that's only nine. Now I've got, you know, an extra three bucks I can throw into another title on here. And... It, I gotta go. I gotta go full full CIB. If you if you're not collecting the same way I do, uh, I guarantee you you're probably doing it wrong. So, uh, uh, ironically, just, I always do completed box. John always mine. just loose on his. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I I How dare you, you know. I collect complete in box. The only thing that I don't collect complete is typically cartridge based games because I'm not about to go pay tons of money on cardboard, right? Well, um, I mean, for our challenges, yeah, usually you pick loose. I go opposite. That's... I'll go loose. But again, I take it in the mindset of if I'm not looking to spend a ton of money and I want to get the most bang for my buck and I'm somebody who's either younger or I'm just kind of getting into playing older retro games like that's some people take that approach. And so that's oh. the approach I'm taking with it. I'm going to the go approach of like that's their total budget for gaming. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. So like if that's your budget level. and you're low on funds, are you going to pick up? A game that's 150 bucks complete in box or can you get that same game for 100 bucks I'm, I'm gonna go i'm gonna go i'm gonna say you're cheating john because that's not if it's not, if you're not buying them the way you're collecting <laughs> you're cheating and this is a challenge everything i'm sorry i guess i'm I, coming off i'm coming off like a hyper competitive asshole <laughs> i i will there are times where if i find a loose copy of a game i will actually print i have a photo printer and i'll, I'll make out my own covers and stuff and super high quality um printed out covers and i'll do that occasionally when something high price i'm just not going to come across complete in box at any point but when i do obviously i do keep the complete in box and get rid of the loose copy i i have been known to uh make a 
repro cover here and there. Uh, sometimes I even uh, make up my own covers just to, just to make it make it American. You know, I ran into that. A, what's sorry? That? Yeah, no, you ran in. Did you buy? Did you get no, so buying? no. This uh, this just last week. I was just telling somebody about this earlier too. I ran into for the first time. I saw eBay listings for like custom game case like art, and it's just like okay, here's Final Fantasy VII remake. But with all the main character chicks's like asses like right up in the oh, front, yeah, yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy VII remake. I'd never seen that. Now it's like all over like all my ad space. It's just like all these other like different, you know, custom repro cases. And I'm like, I didn't even know that was a market. But it's kind of fun that people just want like, you know what? I just want a lewd slipcover. <laughs> there, no, there's I've seen Resident Evil Four, by the way. I've seen them all. They're, they're fucking. It's it's just it's just sexy and you know and regular and get the. Um, the guy's doing pretty good, I guess. Ryan, do you have? Oh, a I'm copy? personally not a fan of them because I think some of them are quite deceiving, and some of the websites charge like a hundred dollars a steelbook. Oh wow! Yeah, we had a guy from Water on here, and he says that they have so many of these steelbooks sent in to get graded, and the people who send them in have no idea that they're not real; they're custom. So, like, they're obviously deceiving people out there in the market who think that they're buying real steelbooks or real slip covers done by Sony or Nintendo, but they're not. You know. Ryan, do you have that copy of Pikmin nearby? Uh, yeah. That's this is actually one of the repro covers uh, that I made recently. Did you just get it off of uh, what is it? So it was, a, it was a loose, it was a loose copy. Yeah, just cover project, and then I threw it in Photoshop. And Looks I mean, good. obviously, looking on here, you would not be able to tell the difference. I mean, as good as my camera is, John made me a pretty sweet Dokapon Kingdom cover too. Right, on that on that note, gentlemen, I'll be right back. All right. Someone in the comments is like, Will hasn't paid yet. That's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might be a record. 57 minutes. Oh, is it? <laughs> Damn, I got to pee my, my whole time. My tag on cover art is as long as it's obvious that it's custom and it's advertised, that it's not sold as legitimate and things like that. But the problem is like a lot of copies will get in collections and then collections get sold and then gone on to someone else and into the market again and comes back as real copies um, i know cx were doing it with a lot of their games and then like uh, in india for example like um ra1 that's quite an expensive game and india cx were reprinting all their copies and then eventually like people would buy them and send them to people overseas who sold them on ebay and then it gets sold to someone for hundreds of dollars who open up a paypal case because it's not real and like mm -hmm. it can have repercussions down the line. Yeah. I got it. You know, Ryan, if you have that in your collection forever, that's not hurting anyone. At yeah. All. Yeah. And it's like, I only have like, I've got like three games that don't have like their actual cover in there. I've asked John to like print out copies for me and like Dokapon's like the one of them. And that's like a pretty high priced game nowadays, too. So that's not anything I'm getting rid of. Or like the other two are like the God of War collection and Zone of Enders collections. So I picked those up at uh gamestop and it's like you know that half the games in there i can't even use because they were like download codes so it's like you know i'm not going to resell those anyways you know there was a golden era at one point of purchasing dokapon kingdoms at gamestop for quite a while like they were running 60 70 bucks for a loose copy and gamestop like consistently had an area i was in dokapon kingdoms loose for like 24 bucks 
So I'd almost like I would just go to like a GameStop a day and pick up a Dokapon Kingdom. <laughs> Dokemon Kingdom a day keeps the doctor away. No. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Found a couple complete in box copies years later and God, I think I had like four or five at one point. Nice. Hey guys, I want to talk about um the deflation part of your podcast and that type that series that you guys do. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you want me to start or did you have a yeah, direct yeah, question yeah. on it? Oh, um, yeah. So the inflation deflation, I think I mentioned it earlier, we typically take what would be the demo time frame. I mean, obviously we just saw with, uh, lies of P right. Six, about a 60 minute demo roughly that was just recently released. Um, final fantasy, uh, 16, right. I think it's a two hour demo. So we kind of take in that mindset that if, if you're a consumer and you are interested in purchasing a game, you're typically going to try that demo first, right? And get a picture of what the game is and whether or not you want to make that decision on purchasing. Uh, so we took a very similar approach of our inflation deflation segment to say, let's take 30 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever it may be, play the game through. And it kind of a flashback to like the PlayStation Underground days, right? You had 30 minutes of a demo and that was about it. For, per demo on the disc, right? So that's not a lot of time. Lost, things like that. But as a kid, you made your decision if you wanted to buy that game based on that demo and what you played. So idea is to get that time in and then say, is this worth it? Is it not worth it? So is it an inflated price point? So if a game is, say, 60 bucks, and we kind of come into the mindset saying, you know what? We wouldn't pay any more than $40. That game's inflated. Uh, it could be a game that's currently 10 bucks. And as we're playing, you say, you know what? If I came across this game for $15, $20, I would still still buy it. Like it's worth that cost of admission. And so that's really the mindset we have there for inflation, deflation. We also have kind of in the middle, like a just right category. So it's a $20 game. We enjoyed it. Is it worth spending more money? No. Is it worth less? Not really. It's actually just in that right price point. No, so it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Love it was to, kind um, of really high worth like a hundred dollars plus we've done a few like that we've a haunting ground kuon obscure um did we play a silent hill in that one i don't think we did i think we just said those three ryan but those are all of course anything that's above like that 75 80 price range is almost like an automatic um you know inflated there's a few copies of games that we've played and it's like you know what you can't get a good copy anywhere else or this is the best version of it that was released um so totally worth it to to pay to 60 70 bucks or maybe for an older game 100 bucks so we've come across those in the past where you say based on how many were released how uncommon the game is how good the game is it's just right given the price point that it's at yeah sometimes i like to think about other things too when it comes to like who's collecting like not everybody who's buying games is always like a gamer like Sometimes we'll do like a Simpsons games. It's like, I don't know, is people collect Simpsons stuff? Is this worth it for like somebody who's maybe just like an avid Simpsons fan or, you know, things like that? And I think that the the whole challenge itself kind of came out of like, you know, how do we how do we come up with like, you know, podcasts? You, you kind of need your, your shtick, your gimmick, like whatever you're going to be about and trying to decide like, you know, a whole people have gotten so far away from wanting to do number ratings on games and say, you know, what their actual opinion is because they're going to get jumped on in the comments and stuff. And it's a lot more, you know, attainable to be like, hey, we didn't play this whole game. We didn't even remotely play this whole game, but this is our impression of it. And this is how much it's selling for. And I definitely wouldn't buy it or would buy it 
at that price. You know, you make the decision uh, from there, but it's a lot lighter of a scale and a lot more something you can really connect with. Because like if I say, hey, yeah, this game 10 out of 10, but it's $85, like is that something you should get? Is that something that you should get now because it's going to be worth more in the future? Like there's more implications than just like how good is this game? Like how much is this game? And is it that good? I really like the take on it, especially in today's market because there's a consensus in today's market that if if a game's $60, it should be a 100-hour get-plus game because I want to get my money's worth. Mm-hmm. But if, if it's not 100 hours of, you know, those first two hours of really loving it, then is it really you want to be spending 100 hours not enjoying yourself in a game there's plenty of 10 hour games out there that are absolutely amazing you know are they worth the same as a hundred dollar game but you guys are just comparing you know the first couple of hours or it keeps that consistency cool. well i just came across that issue when i was playing my new games resolution of cardia um probably about 10 hours in i was like man like i am not a big fan of this game like the, the tactical elements of battle is just very lag not laggy but it wasn't up to par compared to a lot of tactical RPGs that I played. The story was well worth it, but the way it was structured and, and how it flowed, I wasn't a huge fan of it. And it's split into two different stories at 17 hours each. And you really are kind of replaying the story twice, but you're getting some of those back end elements as well uh, to kind of tie things up loose ends. Uh, but I wasn't a huge fan. And if I would have maybe put an hour, hour and a half into that game, I wouldn't have chosen it. You know, but I was kind of locked in and saying, hey, this is a game I want to play and this game I want to beat. And, uh, you know, 34 hours later, (laughs) you know, and just like finally, like I'm done with this game and I don't have to touch it again. Like that was the mindset. And is it worth 100 bucks from an uncommon aspect? Sure, maybe. But in terms of like overall value of the game itself, no. Like and what you're getting out of it for playthrough. I think Ryan, what I rate that like a six out of 10 or like a seven out of 10 at most. I think it's six. Yeah, not not. Not super high, but not terrible. Yeah, yeah. The story is really what carried that one for me. I played a I played a new game today. It was a Kamiwaza, a Thief's Tale. It was um, suggested to me by a friend, and uh, an hour in, and I, I wasn't even an hour in. Probably about thirty minutes in, I was like, "Is this game play worth it enough for me to want to progress this story?" And uh, the answer is no. <laughs> I turned that off. I I guess it was a it was a it's a PS it was on PS4. I was playing it. It's a it was a Wii game or a PS a Japanese PS2 game back in the day. And uh, uh, a guy, I'm going to call him out, but I'm not going to say his name. It rhymes with uh, John Hours, and his initials are uh, SP. Uh, he suggested this game to me. And uh, I'm so mad at him for it. So if he's watching and listening, I'm going to add that to the list of sins if he committed in video games against me. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't hold grudges. But uh, yeah, I, I hear you guys. You know, um, this thing is a good time, a good segue into our uh, homework. Homework here on the here on the PlayStation Collectors Podcast, we like to uh, assign our guests uh, a little bit of homework. Of course, Figsy and I do it as well. And in honor of the uh, game deflators, uh, we uh, are going to do games that we uh, overpaid for. <laughs> well, I guess uh, in hindsight, overpaid for games that have been uh, deflated, if you will. Something you paid 
a good a, a good amount or for or fair amount for which is now worth total crap or is common is cheaper than which you know you get what i'm saying so uh who uh what, what, we lost john he's just he'll be back huh? in a second. okay so uh who wants to go first so i um, guess oh uh, you can go first Ryan. i need to look up how much i paid for this game <laughs> okay so <laughs> My uh, whole start of adding my collection on price charting this morning was to solve this very question. So going back through all of the games that I have currently, I would have to say that my biggest value loser was because I bought this game full price and it's gone down a lot since then. Hideo Kojima Masterpiece. That's branding. <laughs> down from... Simulator. Sixty dollars to five fifty-five. <laughs> I got that one on the shelf too. I bought day one. <laughs> yep, really, I enjoyed it. Some people didn't like it. I thought it was a great game. Five fifty-five complete in box. I I know that they're coming out. They did come out with like a, I don't know, another edition or something, right? Game that of the had year like more stuff like or whatever, or game of the year. I don't know, but. Yeah, uh, I was actually kind of surprised. I wasn't sure what it was going to be, but I, I think it's really just that, you know, this was uh, a full price game. Everything that I have that's under that, you know, that is cheaper now. I mean, it was $10 cheaper when it came out because it was for the 360 or the PS3. So that's that's really the big difference right there for me. I uh, It's... Um buying games day one is a very dangerous thing in fact i think a, a good a, the major portion of the games i've run are day one purchases that just freaking took a nosedive because mm -hmm. well, it is what it is i mean unless it's like an obscure jrpg or a triple a nintendo title if i'm buying it day one i'm gonna sell it after i finished it and then buy it in four years time mm -hmm. with five dlc <laughs> and get it for 10 bucks that's smart yeah, I've been I, doing uh, that now for a few years, and it's I play AAA games for ten dollars because I buy them. Sometimes even get them cheaper, and then sell them on eBay for a little bit more than retail. That's the way to do it. Oh yeah, it's like an get the pre-order bonuses. I, I got Zelda for free. I sold my pre-order bonuses for more than what it cost me for the game. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I take a different approach where I just, given the backlog and things that I want to play, like the god award it was released on ps4 for example i think i played that last year right and it'd been out for a while i picked it up for 10 bucks right but i'm pretty good about avoiding spoilers for a lot of titles so you know god orders no spoilers for me i went through played it fully enjoyed it and that was it so uh same thing with uh horizon zero dawn waited game of year edition came out ten dollars at best buy no that's the deal yeah, yeah especially with the uh the 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 game of the year editions are always great because you get all the DLC and uh, by that time it's... Uh... You get a working game because they've had backlash and have to fix it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a big part of it, right? There's so many day one patches and broken things that are in those games. So, I mean, I'm I'm legit waiting like between two and four years to play certain AAA titles. Now, there's certain, some games I'll buy like day one, like Elden Ring was the one that I bought day one. That was and, uh, and it out. lived up to expectations. Day yeah, one. but it's... Yeah. It's a it's from a publisher that you know is going to put out quality. Like I've just picked up Tears of the Kingdom, and again, it's just like Elden Ring, great experience from day one. But you know, like they held it back for twelve months. Elden Ring was held back for I think six months, because you know that they've got the money to hold back 
broken product because they're going to release game of the year day one <laughs> now the one that really screwed me is biomutant I don't know if you guys have played that one, but I got the collector's edition of Biomutant. I think it was like 120 bucks when it came out. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I picked that up because I was like, it looked good, right? And then when I started to get into actually playing the game, I was like, this is hot garbage. It was a short game. It wasn't worth it. Um, you know, for the graphically, it was pretty good. And like the gameplay was all right. But I couldn't get over like the lack of voice acting for a PS4 title and something that was propped up so highly as to be like this fantastic game. And uh, I think it's dropped down quite a bit, but at least I got the nice PVC figure out of it, which is pretty cool. So, uh, the collector's edition sometimes, like yeah. it's just rare enough to hold its value because there's not enough people to completely so, like dry out the market. So, John, did, uh, are those the games, uh, the homework games uh, you're speaking of? Oh, no, homework game is this bad boy right here, <laughs> and it has the uh, the bonus DC comic in there too right TBK. so that yeah so <laughs> that's a game uh prism chapter one the dark unicorn so i initially saw that in the official playstation magazine when i was younger and looked good right it was a younger kid and, and figures to be a fantastic game to play popped it in wasn't very good i wasn't interested in selling it so i held on to it and it's plummeted in value i think you can buy a brand new copy now for 16 dollars like legit <laughs> brand new copy 16 dollars sealed uh, and of course, as you see, this is chapter one. So there was intentions to make a chapter two and so on. And it was so bad that there isn't anything. So I haven't even bothered with the game because I'm like, well, shit, it's going to be a cliffhanger regardless. Yeah, well, that, that's a good point, actually. Right? If you like, do it's, somehow it's, get into it, it's just going to ruin it for you. Yeah, it's like, okay, what's what's happening for the next? Like, can you, I don't, I haven't played, I haven't seen any videos, but I can just imagine like the end of this game it leaves like this open cliffhanger and kind of like a Marvel movie, right? Where, Oh, prism will return in chapter two. There's no chapter yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I haven't even bothered with it. It should be a crime. If you ask me, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm still waiting on the, so this, this a movie. I can't remember. I, I'm like sure. TV shows are the worst of that type of stuff. Yeah. When they get canceled. Yeah, they get canceled. <laughs> I think uh was it Why the Last Man is a good example oh, of that. Man. That was I actually read... pretty good. And it was uh during COVID when or just before COVID when they were uh producing that show, they got it done. It was actually really good. I enjoyed it and I was like, Oh, when's season two coming out? I'm like, oh, we they ceased production because the budget was too high during COVID nineteen and they couldn't get it done, and so they they just canned it. It's like, that's just BS. And like the way it ends, you're like, oh, cool. Like, I can't wait. Like, I have the comics, so luckily I can I can read through it. Uh, but it just sucked the way that it ended and the fact that they just canned it because of production aspects. We're going to see it this year with the writer's strike, depending on how long it goes. Yeah. If it goes long enough, they'll just can shows that are halfway through because they don't have the money to fund them and things like that. Like, if you go back to the last writer's strike, Lost, for example, had a terrible ending because that was when the writer's strike happened. Uh, chat, and it was chat, a half decent show at the start. Chat GPT will take care of uh, it's all taken care of. <laughs> chat GPT will save oh us God, all. It's gonna be so bad. I'm noticing now, like watching videos, if it's if if I notice I'm watching a video that's done by a bot and like it's just this voice that's monotone and you realize it's actually not content, I'll, I'll turn it off. My algorithm stop giving me this shit. I only want to listen to real people. <laughs> Downvote. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got thumbs down, exactly. 
I don't want to see that stuff. Like uh, I purposely force myself not to watch shorts because you lose your attention span and different things like that. Even though YouTube are like, make shorts. <laughs> all right, real quick. Uh, here's my homework. Um, as uh, Ryan brought up, a uh, couple games I bought day one, uh, Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3. Mm. Uh, great games. Don't get me wrong. These things are lovely. I love these things. They're a cherished part of my collection. But they are cheap as chips now. That uh, and that's why I'm 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 waiting on Resident Evil Four. Uh, hopefully that will uh, that will uh, come out cheap soon. Uh, a couple other games. Uh, here's another game. Victim of a reprint. Tracking Guard Three. Uh, this one is a reprint, but I had bought the uh, I had bought an original one for probably about twenty dollars under market. So probably about for sixty bucks is what I bought it for. But then uh, Dickheads up in Canada reprinted it, and uh, I sold that one quick. As soon as I figured, as soon as I heard about the reprint, I put it up for sale, and and I got that market price right there. I, I and then I went out and I got ordered one from Amazon for like the I think it was forty bucks, thirty bucks. I can't remember. But uh, fuck reprints, I hate them. Now this game is not fuck reprints. I hate them. Here's my reprint. <laughs> 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 that was before it was a widespread issue uh another game now this one uh this one's uh, uh i think i paid about 50 bucks for it but uh the ps4 version came out and this one's now worth uh it's around 20 25 ish i think it's probably still they... worth picking up though because that's really cheap and it's such a good game aren't they yeah. re-releasing that one again yeah it, it, it came it out on ps4 yeah. no but i mean aren't they re-releasing it again no that's again three. again what's that ryan Three. That's the three remake that reloaded or oh, whatever they what just announced. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, this is a fighting game. PS4, uh, P4, uh, P4 Ultimax Arena. It's a fighting game. It's a really know. polished photo. It was really good. And uh, one more. This one's in danger. I recently paid eighty bucks for this. Hopefully, my girlfriend's not listening. Uh, Trails of Cold Steel Four. Uh, those bastards in Canada. VGP. Is it VGP or VGA? Uh, I think it's VGP. Yeah. VGA, the grading company. Fucking mm. assholes, dickheads. That's what that stands for, VGP. Um, Trails of Cold Steel. <laughs> <this, laughs> that totally doesn't. <laughs> you shut up, man. You're the guest. <laughs> <laughs> this one's in danger. Uh, they re- they reprinted this on Switch. But uh, it's only a matter of time before my $80 purchase is going to be worth 60 or less. Could be worse. You could have purchased Ease 8 for like $120 and they reprint it on the PS5. Yeah, trust. I've, I've, I've seen it all. Every time they come out with a new, I, I, I get angry. You know, I'm like a old man yelling at clouds. And, uh, but it is what it is. And, well, that leads to my homework. And then my homework's a curse of a reprint. So I paid. Uh, 90 euros for this, like 180, 200 Australian dollars for Toro. At the time, it was like a 300 dollar game, so I thought I was getting a bargain. But um, got reprinted, and now you can get copies for like 50 bucks. Damn. I I bought the reprint, but I did sell it, and I kept the first print, even though you can't really tell. (laughs) You can tell because the font is different, and that's it. You know, I I have played this. This is an interesting game. So it's a bullfighting game. <laughs> I'm I wouldn't still say it's great, but it was kind of fun. Who was calling for... for the reprint on that? 
Nice. Oh, it's like Spaniards and Mexicans. And, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're reprinting games based on things that are of significant value to try and get people to be able to buy them at a lower price point. Like, I get it, but I kind of wish, like, if they were doing these reprints, they would have a first edition and a second edition, similar to how you see Limited Run Games has, like, specific covers for their games. And while they are going to Amazon and selling on there or they're selling through Best Buy, uh, they do have a secondary type of cover that you can purchase. So, Video and, Game Plus have addressed this and they said, like they've approached um, the developers for it, but they can't actually have any say on what the artwork looks like. It has yeah. to come from the people who make the game. So even though they want the reprint, it's going to look exactly like the one that was first done, unless there was a change in like the date or say they changed the dress or the company changed and they have to change the artwork a little bit. Well, even as much as putting like the, I don't, remember what it's called in ps2 is like an scu code or something it's kind of on the bottom yeah, part yeah. of the spine right a, like, B, C, D. It, exactly. even if they put like an a or a b right like even that would i think make it worth it for people to have a first edition version and then they could kind of signal that out right like this is a first edition copy it's not a reprint similar to what you would have with old school pokemon cards right first edition is going to have a higher value than a normal edition that's released afterwards yeah just like books yes three games are reprinted yeah. they have no differences but um there was a time in PS3 production where the cases changed. It was around 2017, 2018. So the cases are actually the new cases. So if you open them up, you can tell it's different. Uh, the plastic's a little bit different. Um, I think the manuals might be a little bit different too. So there are some differences. But with PS4 games, there's practically no differences. There was like a copy date or like anything like printed anywhere that says, hey, this was from X year and this is from X mm -hmm. year. Welcome to VGP. The only yeah. difference is a Capcom moved at one point in like 2013, and the address is different after they moved. But, yeah, but you know, I mean, at the end of the day, though, it's not like you're getting a, a third party, like aftermarket type of printed out game, right? You're getting a, an authentic title. Like, I get it, the value is gone there, but it could be worse, right? We could have some random company based out of like Indonesia or something printing out these games. And we're getting a lower quality product. I mean, at least it's a high quality product. That's what you would have purchased before. It's a true reprint, right? And it's it's more so a secondary print. So I don't I don't think it's terrible in that respect. I get it from the game value aspect. If you purchased high and now it's dropped, um, but a lot of the games that are on there, like I, you know, I think a, a good one, Xenoblade Chronicles Two, with the the bonus content, that was going for like 80, 90 bucks. Now you can get it for forty bucks all day long on there. Um, and, that's oh, a game, and that's a game that realistically shouldn't have been that high. It should have been, you know, widely available in, you know, with that special edition and, and DLC on there. Yeah, and I, I honestly think it doesn't matter about the people that buy it, that they already own it. It's about the people that do buy it, and it's advertised as the buyers that it's a reprint. If it's especially if it's being sold for, you know, say I gave let's use Painkiller and Siberia for example. So they got reprinted. And the seller was auctioning those games, and then they were going for four or five hundred dollars. And the people buying them had no idea they were reprinted. That's when they're doing the wrong thing. It's mm -hmm. when they're selling games for the retail price and it's a reprint. That's that's fine, you know. But when people are doing manipulating in trying to get people to think that they are buying a six hundred dollar game when it's a yeah. brand new title, that's when they're doing malicious things. Mm -hmm. It's a predatory practice, man. VGP, uh, they like, oh, this game's. This game's expensive. People are going to want it because they think it's rare and they go for it and they reprint it and then they uh, they, they, they they kill the price. They could easily protect the collectors uh, who were early adopters and just put you know, put a sticker on the front, second print. 
reprint bgp reprints yeah i mean an argument can be made though for video game accessibility right like if if there's a great title that was a super low print run like xenoblade chronicle 2 right that special version i didn't think anything of it and then now it's like oh i kind of want to play that but now that's a barrier right i don't want to spend 90 dollars, 100 dollars for that game and you know i get the whole like early adopter aspect but i didn't have a switch right away right or i didn't have a ps4 right away so there are certain barriers that were there because you might have gone for one console over the other and i don't know if you could fault consumers because a company thought oh we're only going to sell x amount of copies we're not going to worry about printing it it became popular let's go ahead and do a second run i mean you see that pretty consistently with titles nowadays as well like just yeah. even uh, with the original publisher right and producing copies oh first print went great let's go ahead and re-release another batch i mean that's i honestly don't see much of a difference there in releasing additional content but i do get the issue of you know put a first you, edition second edition on there I, I get it you open up any comic book in the first page right at the very bottom there's a bunch of little tiny little tiny words excuse me for a second first second print you know what's ironic though is there are some third, fourth, and fifth prints of comic books that actually go for significant value because they were printed less and less over time, over their print time. So if you look at some of like the DC New 52 stuff that was released, you had the original Batman number one right on that second release because it's technically the second volume. It was the original volume all the way through volume one. The first print was a pretty good <laughs> price point, but when you got to like print version four, because they changed up the covers and there's this variance, those covers actually went for a decent price point as well for a while. Well, there's a, there's a cover variant. There is a cover variant. And yeah. that's, a, that, yeah. that's a whole different animal. And, yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I guess really the argument of like a sticker, right? Like even if we put a sticker or a little code number on the bottom says A or B, is that going to be significant enough to protect the value of that game? Most likely not, but you are going to have mm. some preservationists that are like, yeah, you know, it, it's worth it and I got a first print. No, well, uh, the uh, a good example of of that would be uh class of heroes 2g class of hero 2g a is worth astronomically more than b c d uh, well, not anymore. no not anymore no, a, a b and c are all around the same price but you can it's find all them blurred all together yeah it used to be a 300 dollar game now you can find all of them for under 100 bucks oh, Man, that yes. was that was one that, now I got. that the reprints out the man and the amount of people that want the specific version compared to the amount of people that actually want to play it is significantly less people yeah, just right. buy the cheap version so it's drove the price down of a b and c ryan that's actually a game that i recall that i got in the great video game pickup of 2020 that that's i've never heard of episode. it i'm trying yeah, to look it's, it up. it's it's a fun game it's a dungeon crawling jrpg i opened my copy and played it so the great video game funny. pickup of 2020 <laughs> dude it was insane hey guys we have a few segments on this podcast and one of them is memes with will so i think it's time for meme time oh it's meme time, time. headphone warning i love it classic <laughs> all right so what do we got up first joe western game developers making the most ugly and visually unappealing character designs uh, why? one on the left's like what's going on there that's the new fable character 
Who's the one on the right? That looks like Abby from Last of Us for a second. I have no clue who. Uh, I know. I only know the middle one is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Aloy. Yeah, she looks like a freaking. She should be serving lunch in the cafeteria. A point for John on Fixie's quiz again. For the record, I would smash them all. (laughs) (laughs) Every time the boss on his first stage, the boss on his final stage, the boss when you finally unlock unlock him as a player. (laughs) Nice. What's next? Poor predictable Ryu always uses Hadouken. Good old Hadouken. (laughs) Nothing beats that. Uh, all right. No one. Italy. Sexy memory cards. Bella y la pareche di giocare. That's my Italian. This is a true. This is a true. This is a real item, by the way. Uh, I, I want one. It's a, it's a. It's a PS1 memory card. I had one of those, and it didn't look like that. <laughs> good, good Italian memory card. For the record, I would smash yeah. that too. <laughs> the memory card. <laughs> Yeah, that's a this is smash the memory card. It's got a this port, is an right? advert for a memory card. <laughs> right, no, actually, I actually legit had one of those. I think I hate everyone in this picture. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, it's not how you Mario party. Worst controller of all time. Right Thank there. you. <laughs> no, garbage. Yeah, I can still resell it today, and people no. buy it. And it's when Peach out. keeps ending up. At Bowser's crib twice a week somehow. (laughs) Leave Will Smith alone. Come on. (laughs) What else we got? I just uh, found a box of your old crap. I'm just going to donate these to Goodwill. The hell you will. George, you're acting like a child. Scree. That's uh, some original content right there. Yeah. If you keep that stuff in a box, you deserve to have it donated. (laughs) I saw this one. Old video games, one dollar. Yes, I, I posted that one. Yeah, that would be me, right? Yes, I, yeah, I stole somebody's uh, cartoon and uh, twisted it and bastardized it for my own sick sense of humor. It there works. I've seen it everywhere. So, nice this is a perfectly same <laughs> level of difficulty for a children's game. <laughs> Very nice. Oh man. And uh, oh yes, sad to see one of our '80s heroes living on the streets. Uh, <laughs> Classic Pac-Man. one. Mrs. And, Pac-Man's got the mansion on the hill. Oh yes, uh, uh, look me straight in the eyes and tell me you didn't buy a McDonald's Tetris nugget. And this is uh, my friend Sean, Sean Powers, whose name rhymes with John Hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean. <laughs> but anyway. I, I, I got a bone to pick with Sean Powers, and uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take it out. Pulling out on the show once a week. <laughs> I'm every, weekly, it's coming. If I meet the guy, we're fighting. In 1920, we took our childrens out of the coal mines. In 2020, the most popular video game on the market is Minecraft. <laughs> the children yearn for the mines. <laughs> uh, thank you, Laura, for that one. And uh, I think that's it. Is that it? Oh, yes. Drink up, Kyle. You need to grow up big and strong enough to own in Halo and punch holes in drywall. <laughs> uh, and that's this week's edition of Meme Time. <laughs> nice. Guys, you have to excuse me. Uh, you got to pee again, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm celebrating Father's Day. I got to go pee. <laughs> what are you guys playing? Those are some good ones. ones. Uh, I am playing White Knight Chronicles on the PlayStation 3 right now number one or number two number one 
number two is so much better. So I, if it? you're enjoying it, I highly recommend number two. It's actually not bad. Like, I don't get what all the flack is on that game. Like, it's like five and six out of ten is the average rating for White Knight Chronicles. And it's fairly decent, actually. The story's not too bad. It kind of gives you that good, fun, like, old school Final Fantasy vibe with the, the medieval components of it. Um, and the battle system is not terrible. So I don't, I don't get what all the flack is. Do you own number two, John? I do. Yeah, so you know number two's got number one included in it as well. Which Does is it really? Cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I bought number two well after the fact. I didn't realize that. Like we're well, talking on disc. We're talking years. Like I believe it's on disc. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's good to know. Which so is really I, cool. But it's, I could just goes for like double the price. So. so is it like is it like set up where when you get to the main menu you could select playing one and two and just load it up that way? Oh, I'm not too sure. Sorry. Only one way to find out. Uh, yeah, I got to load it up now, right? <laughs> Ryan, how about yourself? What are you playing at the moment? Oh, man. Well, it, I am still playing Tears of the Kingdom slowly but surely. Uh, it It's about that time where Ryan's halfway through a game. And there's a lot of game left, and Ryan does not play the game every day anymore. And slowly it slips through his fingers. I didn't Plus, play yesterday, and I'm feeling the same on Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. How many hours are you in, man? Oh, man. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, probably, probably like 40 or so. I don't know. I take a long time with games. Like, I was like 120 hours into Elden Ring. And I was like only at the city. And people beat it in like 60 hours. I was like, what have I been doing? Have I been losing too much? Like, what is taking the so trophy, damn long? Like 90 hours. So I'm like, only at the city at 110. <laughs> yeah. And I was playing like every day for like seven hours a day too. Like it was going like nuts on it. And I just, I don't know, man. I just don't progress the way other people do. I guess I'm just bad or I like walk around and just smell the flowers too much. I'm not sure what it Were is. Were you a Souls gamer going into Elden Ring? I sort of so the first souls game i bought unfortunately was uh dark souls 2 scholar of the first sin i like dark souls 2 Scholar of the first mm, sin. that's the worst the original one, dark man. souls 2 was, wasn't the best but scholar of the first Sin was fun i mean i, I had an okay time with it i didn't get too far and i really liked three i mean i love bloodborne Sekiro was just way too much for me though i i'm not like i i need more tools than just get good in my kit, Sekiro. <laughs> How do you play? If you play it for one. like 500 hours, you'll just eventually beat it because you, yeah, yeah. you, you, your fingers will just learn what buttons to press. You run out of losses eventually, you just can't die anymore. You've died, you've reached your quota. Probably that many times accidentally. <laughs> yeah, Sekiro is like, I think, the pinnacle of Souls based games. Yeah, like it doesn't yeah, get better than that. Yeah. I've done then, all the platinums and all of them. Sekiro was by far the hardest. Yeah, yeah. come close. Yeah, I've got a Wulong final or um, fallen, fallen, fallen destiny or whatever. That's on my list to uh, to play as well. But it's still up there in price, actually. Yeah, it's I'm like, not buying it until it's down there. I same. didn't finish Neo Two. Is it on Game like, Pass? I don't have Game Pass. Yeah, it's less this than a, uh, sixty dollars. This is the PlayStation Collectors Podcast. You take that Xbox trash out of here. <laughs> I love Game Pass, but um, well, you too. Now you got to you got to so get off your own get off your own episode. That's it. We're taking over. <laughs> <laughs> now, I always back Game Pass. Like I, I'm yeah. not a fan of Xbox the console because of a lot of 
no exclusives and things like that but game pass is amazing i love game pass yeah i need to when they do like one dollar a month sales you cannot mm-hmm. compete yeah i've got to do it for uh, my pc you guys said sekiro i'm here to defend that game <laughs> oh no we actually were talking good it can defend it. itself it's so hard i i said <laughs> can defend itself you can take one of its bosses out it'll be good <laughs> i love that it was supposed to be the te- it's supposed to be the next tenchu game it's it's the best game out of all of the souls it is. It's souls born sekiro yeah I hand it to it. Sekiro got game of the year. So people are like finally accepting that these games are amazing. Yeah. Well, if you were to put Sekiro and um, Elden Ring next to each other, I would take Sekiro any day of the week over Elden I, Ring. I, I, uh, on, on, <laughs> I'm ashamed to say on, on Elden Ring, I made my character deformed. <laughs> <laughs> and I went out into the, and I, and I went out into the world and, about 20 minutes later, I, I turned the game off. <laughs> that, was, that was it for me. <laughs> but no, I, I anything ninja, anything samurai, I'm 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 here for it. So uh in Sekiro, I I just I, I've been playing that game. <sighs> I probably put about seven hours into that game. And in I love which it. one? Sekiro. Sekiro. Yeah, I haven't oh. finished it. No. Oh yeah, I, I finished it. No, no, you're, I just you're still on the first boss. <laughs> I just I just beat that that you know that, that big giant troll they had chained up right in the beginning i just beat him but then i'm thinking about playing it again will we should make it a podcast thing and then talk about it each week can can you i mean if you want to play it together you're not getting my help that doesn't happen you can't play together no well i'll just if you want to play and i can just sit there and color do color color commentary hey that'll be fun you suck. Oh, he he died again for the hundredth time on, <laughs> on this boss. <laughs> Couldn't parry a move, so he's kind of screwed. Uh, unfortunately, Figsy uh, Figsy's actually pretty good at video games. Me, I'm uh, a little more advanced in age, and my uh, hand-eye coordination isn't what it I, used to be. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not bad at video games myself, but Sekiro is one where there were some bosses. I think I went about 20, 30 times before I beat them. Oh yeah, I think the old the old father is that the name? The second um, form of him. It took me like 60 attempts. The one that got me was, um, God, what's his name? I forget. It's a secondary character that he has. Uh, he's underneath that like awning area and there's like lightning strikes. It's the first time where you face lightning and you can kind of parry lightning away. I don't remember exactly, but there's like three or four forms to that Ishin? particular guy. Is that the, the name? Sword Saint or whatever? Like the final No, Ishin the, Sword, Ishin the Sword Saint is the last is the uh, final boss actually he was easier in comparison to that first major it was fight Ishin, the old knight and the demon king were the three ones that i think it's the demon king i ended yeah, up chasing that boss because you can make him jump over the edge <laughs> yeah. so it just jumped over the edge i'm oh, like you, oh, it's done. you're talking about the fire the fire demon king where you can kind of hop up onto a building and he follows you yeah 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 i choose that one too <laughs> Well, like, yeah, we killed all the bosses. Yeah, it was like we killed all the main bosses, and that one's like a bonus boss. You're like, eh, I'm done. <laughs> I want the trophy, but I don't care. I'm not fighting him. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pain in the ass because you have to like just barely get onto this building and then double jump or something onto another roof. And you yeah, just that have wasn't to hit easy. it right. That was like yeah, that, 40 attempts trying to do the That glitch. was harder than the damn boss. I'm pretty sure Melania took me more attempts. I think I was like 60 or 65 attempts on Melania in Elden Ring, but I beat her. I've beaten her multiple times now with multiple different characters. I 
I started losing interest in Elden Ring probably about, I don't know, 20, 30 hours in. So I started getting help in the game because I was like, I just want to beat it at this point. What are you? I took work playing? off. I was working at the time, took two weeks off. It was my game. I got it. I even, I'm a collector. I ordered the collector's edition. Same. I had yeah. it pre ordered to pick up day one, but I couldn't wait and bought the digital copy and yeah. I still got my copy sealed. <laughs> So what's what's Very everybody great. playing currently? What's uh what's in your consoles right just now? Spoke um, about that well. <laughs> yeah, bubble bubble bath babes, bubble bath yeah, babes on the that. NES. Really? That's a no. game? No. Well, yeah, it is a game, but no, I'm not playing that. Uh, I'm playing White Knight Chronicles on the uh, PS3. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did Let's I, talk about guys... Ryan's playing again because Will loves that game. Oh yeah, Please. playing uh, Tears of the Kingdom still, trying to get through that. <sighs> Don't worry, he won't finish it. <laughs> that's I fine. mean, that's yeah. that's the way it's going. <clears throat> so, have uh, you built a lot of shit? Uh, I built that uh, cool like off-road bike with the stabilizer that people were showing off online. That was pretty fun. He also and built the penis robot. I did not build the penis robot. I haven't really been building anything. I've just been collecting all the schematics, and then I'm just going to go on YouTube and find out how to build the best shit later. <laughs> I was on. about to ask if there's a schematic for the penis robot. <laughs> not yet but there should be it'd be cool if you could share that kind of stuff but I, I don't think there's like other than looking up how to do it like my friend showed me like some crazy cuckoo uh, contraption that like when you like make them like trapped inside and then they go nuts and then they just start laying like a ton of eggs but you can't get hurt because they're all trapped inside the machine I've seen some of those things they're like torture devices yeah yeah <laughs> Jesus uh i i last two games i played uh were my last two pickups i picked up uh where is it yeah kami was a way of the thief and i picked up fighting herds you guys heard of this game or them them's fighting herds is the name of the game it was originally a um my little pony fighting game mm. but but hasbro shut them down Hasbro said, no, 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 you can't do that. So they just, they reskinned it basically. And um, it's like Hasbro, but don't you know what our audience is? (laughs) They're not little girls. They're grown men. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if they would have kept the My Little Pony, they would have sold the mint, but uh, it was, but they're fighting each other. So they couldn't do that. They, they, like, you know, anyway. Um, the playing mode, uh, the, I'm playing the story mode and it's unlike any other fighter story mode. You're not just fighting the other characters with, you know, little cut scenes in the middle of them. Uh, you fight the big bad, uh, the, the entire big bad of the whole story. And you play a chapter with one character and then you play the next chapter with another character and, uh, your energy, it's sort of like Pokemon, you're like traveling in mazes and Pokemon. It, it's hard to explain. Travel basic mazes. You pick up power ups and uh, lost items. Uh, it, 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 the, the game is basically the story. It's it's like a it's like a Peter fairy tale. All the all the uh, the animals with big teeth come back, and uh, all the prairie animals. So what? It's a Peter fairy tale. Yeah, yeah. People <laughs> people for ethical treatment of animals. You know. Oh, PETA, P-E-T-A. Okay, thank you. What did you think I said? He's thinking Greek food. <laughs> yeah, PETA. No, PETA. The 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 um the predators come back. They've been the predators have been banished for years, and you know all the 
all the hooven animals can roam the prairie and eat the grass for free but no now they've come back and you got to fight them off <laughs> say the predator is coming i'm just thinking jared at subway <laughs> <laughs> like what a fighter that would be bronies and jared at subway <laughs> But he's wearing his clothes from the ad where he lost all the weight. He's constantly holding up his pants. Oh, they fell! They fell down. <laughs> they fell down. Uh, special. Oops. Beat you to death with a foot long. <laughs> uh, which which one though? I had some pickups yesterday, guys. So I haven't been going to garage selling, but I'm like, all right, I'm I'm waking up early. I got up at six thirty. I got on the computer, and um, usually I. I do this Saturday mornings. If you check Friday night, you'll miss like five of them. But there was only four garage sales. And then there was one or two that were like way out of town, but the photos were crap. So I'm like, I'll just check out the local ones. So I went to one. I got one Wii game for three bucks. It was Resident Evil. One of the Resident Evil. I'll have a photo in a second. And then the next one I went to, it started at nine o'clock because obviously there were like lazy people who wanted to sleep in. <laughs> so at nine o'clock, there's like 10 cars out the front. But they're all old people. I was the only young person out. The video games. I'm like, how much for the video games? I'm like, yeah, come have a look. They're like sitting down on chairs. And I'm like bringing over the video games. Every time I pick one up, they're like, bring it over. Let me have a look at it. Like wanting to see everything. Eventually, I took everything for 20 bucks. Here's a pickup. Let's like, see. Harry deal. Potter. Um, one that surprised me Friday the 13th. Um, there was one copy on eBay for a hundred bucks, so I listed mine for ninety. Already <laughs> sold Star Wars Squadrons for twenty. Did they just take that offline? Yeah, that's yeah. Why so Friday the Thirteenth had been announced that the game's going to be taken offline at the end of the year. They collect this mm. If you go on eBay, there's lots of solds from like the last two weeks. <laughs> what that the? What, why was it? Bring that. Can you bring that pick back up? Why is the? Uh, the Ospal rating all crooked on Friday the 13th. This is a sticker. <sighs> Some lazy shit right there. So that, that's what happens. That would, that's what happens when it has a PAL or an NTSC sticker. Um, so you see the New Zealand game, the Call of Duty. That's a sticker as well. But it'd be sold in New Zealand. They had to put that sticker on the game. It'd be sold in Australia. It needs that sticker, even if it's got a rating on it already. So I've got my sure. stickers that I've printed out that I put on games that are American so I can sell to like the local pawn shop. Mm. I'm, I'm sorry, Pigsy. Every time you say pawn shop, I hear porn shop. <laughs> I know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Aren't they, aren't they actually <laughs> like one time the music? <laughs> we, we, we actually got, we, we, we got sponsored for one show for, uh, uh, it was used sex toys. <laughs> It was buy sell trade. It was a buy sell trade sex store. Coincidentally, oh we got sponsored by a used condom store. Uh, I think we're gonna get sponsored by PETA now, for sure. PETA. You know, uh, Will. You know, there's actually a pawn shop in Chandler off of like Alma and Ray, but they actually have like the little back room that's just like VHS of porn tapes. <laughs> Funny you say that. My old pawn shop used to have like porn VHS tapes out the back that all these old seedy men would ask for they were like in their yeah. 70s and we'd be like imagine if they like knew what Pornhub was <laughs> <laughs> the vhs porn market would plummet and just because a guy I don't know, man, these guys would come in on friday night 
and drop 200 bucks on videos. And we're like, I'm having a good weekend. They don't open them, do they? They keep them sealed, right? Those are collector's (laughs) items. They're all used. And they bring them back in and reload them, and they're all given to each other, and we're washing our hands and wearing gloves. (laughs) (laughs) The market for everything. I I wonder what 90s Australian porn. (laughs) (laughs) Good eye, mate. I might be able to think of some of the titles. It's all just throw a shrimp on the Barbie jokes. Oh, man. It would be like, the hairier, the better. (laughs) That's not a dildo. Part three. That's not a dildo. This is a dildo. Oh, God. (laughs) Get fucked, man. <laughs> oh, imagine Crocodile Dundee, Dundee having the biggest dildo ever. Why? He's in a, like, this. Well, that's not that's a dildo. Not a dildo. <laughs> this is a dildo. It's the black mamba we got here. <laughs> oh, man. That's not a dildo. I'm making that meme. All right, real quick. Uh, my pickups. Uh, 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 Kamawaza, The Way of the Thief. This is your fault. Uh, Sean, uh, I, I got this one last week, but just uh, I forgot to bring it on. So there's Armello special edition. Why did I get it? Because it's got two discs. Noise. No other you know, reason. You know what else has two discs? Final Fantasy Seven. Never heard in of it. One, one That's <laughs> <laughs> what I was talking about earlier. Them's fighting herds. Oh, I saw that. Was originally a. Uh, I got this on a Bogo. Buy one get one at uh, at GameStop. Nice. They don't they don't, they don't uh, for the Americans. They're not advertising it, but if you go in, you ask them you about the Bogo. The guy printed was nice enough to print me out a list, and uh, yeah, there's one of them. This is for new games, so. I'm just laughing at the comments. He pulls out the dildo from Saints Row. <laughs> <laughs> In the last game, this was uh, this is a game. Uh, this one uh, came over from UK. Uh, thank you to you know who you are. He told me not to mention it, but uh, this is a gift. Uh, Big Pharma Manager Edition. This is uh, oh my gosh. a resource management game where you uh, basically research, produce, cure, and profit. That's what it says on the cover. But yeah, I like it. It looks like this is like something if you bought Viagra, it'd come in a box like this. You know what I mean? I'll have you know, it comes in like a little packet. <laughs> no, I don't know what you mean. What are you talking about? But yeah, no, this is this is my this is my Your favorite. Blue, my one's red. <laughs> my favorite pickup of the week. It's just like this game just just it screams evil. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's just, is there a mode where you dodge culpability for ruining people's lives? Yeah. Well, uh, what is it? the? Uh, That's the easy mode of a game. Yeah, uh, here, check it out. D- uh, includes DLC, marketing, and malpractice. So, uh, yeah, it does. So, Brian, uh, the hard mode is uh, make affordable drugs for U.S. consumers. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible mode, shit. But yeah, those are my no, That's off easy mode in countries like Canada and Australia. Yeah, right. Into the U.S. <laughs> U.S. is impossible. Yeah, we're heading to Mexico next time. I need a, some sort of... You guys are... You, you, I, I, if you guys don't know, uh, I'm in Arizona, and uh, John and Ryan are also. Damn it! <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> go. John and Ryan are also in Arizona. I'm in Mesa. What's the, are, are you guys in Phoenix proper? Are you in Glendale? 
I'm in Mesa too. What? I'm in I'm in Queen Creek. Queen I thought you guys were in the, out in the west side. No, dude. Screw the west side, east side. <laughs> you guys haven't met Will before? No, yeah, no, no. Is, no. believe it or not, Arizona's got more people than you would imagine. Yeah, it's like five <laughs> I think million. I looked it up. It was like, yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> this, this, the pro- I looked the around at the meeting area. and I didn't see him. He must have been in the back. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the, the general hall meeting. <laughs> the, the general metropolitan area is like what five and a half million people. Oh wow! Yeah, in just the metro area. I got the yeah. two collectors from my town on the show. We all know each other. <laughs> <laughs> the two collectors no but uh yeah ryan and john are lo- uh, local here i think queen creek i thought I, for some reason i thought you guys were out uh well west i know shit no i actually used to live out in chandler as often as i can avoid it east valley represent so uh i guess you guys are uh, a pair of the uh, sharks i'm competing with for local deals hmm. well i mean Just no him. i mean unless you're yeah you're probably competing against me actually but i i haven't been picking up recently i've been pretty busy so i've been buying a lot of stuff at you know used or uh retail on sale um my recent pickup was actually a new oled sony bravia i got the other day oh shit yeah what where uh when you when you do hunt game shops which ones are you frequenting oh i don't hunt any game shops i am all about garage sales and building connections (laughs) he's hitting Uh, those grandmas up before you were uh dude i um i hit up this one guy you're about to be a grandma here's my number when you got video games (laughs) when you got video games yeah No, there was there's one guy will that he uh he was selling a bunch of xbox games and i picked them up picked it up from him for like I think it was like 200 bucks and it was well over the value on that xbox and xbox one and such and he was like hey i've got you know a bunch of other games or my sons and you know i'll let you know uh when i find them and he happened to be cleaning up his garage and he calls me up and he's like hey here's all of the games that they had conquers bad fur day mario party super mario 64 a couple copies of no mercy gamecube games which is where i got that pikmin <clears throat> and he's like hey uh, I said, well, how much do you want? He's like, oh, I don't know, like a dollar a piece. I'm like, well, I'll give you $2 a piece. Oh. <laughs> I, I heard this story on the show. Uh, I'm like, this sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I just talked about it in there. So that was that was a big pickup there. And uh, the great gaming pickup of 2020 that I referenced Ooh. earlier, that was a good one. So that one, it's several years back, obviously, really interesting situation. I don't know what the hell was happening this one um basically i was meeting up because a guy had a copy of guitaru man and i calculated up the collection that was listed uh, i think it was on facebook and uh i looked at him like okay you know if i pick it up for 200 it's worth it's about 300 bucks i want the guitaru man i'll sell some of the other stuff kind of cut down my costs and i'll be all right well i asked him just on a whim like do you have any more games other than this and he's like oh yeah we have a whole garage full i was like wait what a garage full and he's like yeah there's tons of games like we just bought this house and the garage was filled with games. So I'm guessing oh. like somebody died and they bought the house on foreclosure and everything was in the house. And so they legit had a garage full of games. And Jeez. so I think I spent like $2,000 total for this guy. But it was like I would go for the one collection that he would sell me. And then I go home and he's like, oh, I'm going through this stuff like today. And he would just send me pictures via text. Wouldn't list it online. He would just send me a text message and said, here's all my stuff. So it was like brigadine arc the lad you know all these complete in box ps1 rpgs 
And uh, at some point he pulled out like a tote of PS2 games, a tote of Xbox games. And we're meeting up at like the bank every every day, basically. Um, there was one day he pulled out a complete in box turbo graphics uh, with the uh, turbo cool. duo, actually complete in box. Uh, picked up that ton of turbo duo games from him. Um, a couple of CDs. asking for everything. Like I said, I paid $2,000 for everything at when it all came down to it. I sold the turbo duo shortly. That dude I mean, is looking down from heaven. <laughs> fucking furious. I actually you know. kept, I, to be fair, <laughs> I kept fucking the duo <laughs> for a dollar. <sighs> to be fair, I did keep a lot of the consoles. I had to make my money back, obviously. Um, so the Turbo Duo, I think it sold for about eight or 900 at the time. It's obviously going for more now, but at the time that was worth the value um, of that game and, or game system. And then I kept a lot of RPGs. There was a ton of like, PlayStation 3 RPGs I didn't have um, that I picked up from him. Tons of PS2 RPGs, PS1 RPGs I got. So a lot of it ended up remaining in my collection and I sold a lot of duplicates. And then there were some other collectors I knew from like Canada and whatnot um, that they were looking for specific games and they were ones that I didn't want to keep. So I cut them a good deal. I was like, all right, you know, I got it for whatever price point. It's going for 60. I'll give it to you for 40 shipped type of deal. I'm going to look up. What you're trying do you to see, find this whole podcast see, to pick up the 2020. It sounds amazing. Pigsy, this is the shit I'm talking about. These are the fucking sharks. I got to deal with them in my goddamn town. There's no fucking, uh-huh. there's no wiggle uh-huh. room. Fucking these guys. Well, are speaking of sharks in your town, don't we have a big shark from your town coming on the show next week? Yes, uh, Kyle. I'm not sure how he's pronounced his last name. Kyle Desjardins. Uh, he's he's he has sharked a fuck ton of games for me in the past, man. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> There's been times where I don't know what the hell he does or, or who he talks to, but there's been times where like I'm in the middle of a deal and they're like, oh, yeah, um, somebody's coming to get it right now. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm on my way. And then he's got it listed like shortly after. I'm like, motherfucker. Every time, dude. Tune in next week and find out how he does it. <laughs> <laughs> next week. Well, I, I'm sure he he's one of the guys too that probably says, hey, I buy games, you know, has it listed everywhere. People contact them. Like, I'm just not that involved in it like i'll find my pickups every now and then so i guess a little insight into my collecting right it's very much a side gig i know kyle does that on a, a permanent basis i think that's yeah. probably a major form of income for him so he's consistently out there finding those deals i'm kind of on the whim i'll go to a goodwill i'll go to a thrift store i'll find some stuff um i'll find collections on a whim as well i'm not actively every day searching so he comes across probably a lot more opportunities and folks like will ryan and myself would uh, based on what I know, um, so it's just how it is, right? Yeah, I my um, my days of checking offer up Craigslist. Um, what's the other one that went away? Offer up bottom out. I can't remember, but anyway, the, I used I to check. Which, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, let go. Uh, it was let go. Yeah, let yeah, let go. Yeah, uh, I used to check those things on the hour at work. You know, just on the hour, just check it. I. I do but, occasionally. Uh, it, it's just not worth it. I mean, it really, and, and Kyle probably does this too, right? And he probably has a search radius, right? I don't imagine he's driving out to like Florence and Santan, right? Like he's probably got his core area. I think he lives in Tempe, if I recall. So he's probably got Not like anymore. That. No, he lives in Queen Creek now. Oh, does he now? Okay. Yeah. Well, he's maybe he's, what's that? He's your, he's your neighbor. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, he's probably got his search radius, right? And, uh, you know, I imagine he's picking up collections from people saying, you know, 60%, 50%. But that's all he does. I don't, does he collect or does he just sell? 
Oh, he's got a collection, and he 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 he's, he just keeps it close to his chest. He's really he doesn't talk about it much, but he he does have a collection, and uh, I'm I'm hoping to crack that egg next week with my you know uh, my expert journalism skills. You know, you guys you guys have, you guys have witnessed firsthand. But, Crack uh, reporter Will on the case. <laughs> like, Spill the beans. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me them secrets. No, but uh, no, he's got a collection, I'm sure. And uh, we're going to tune in next week. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah. And am I right? Like he does, that's his kind of oh, that's main his full-time income. gig. That's his yeah, full time gig. Yeah. And there's yeah. guys, Ryan, like I go to Goodwill all the time. And there's guys that like they don't buy games. Like they go and they buy um, knife sets right like they'll find like german made knives and like they're they're flipping plates and knives and shoes and other crap like everybody has a thing that they flip looking for uh, that and, iridium glass and, if i say tape the dig iridium glass <laughs> yeah and they they just straight up do it um as a permanent thing you know that's what they do dude real quick i went to goodwill last weekend uh, i went into goodwill and uh nothing nothing for video games is cuz i don't this is one of those goodwills that just takes their shit and they ship it. They're strictly uh, directly to corporate so they can sell it online. But I found a, I found a, a, a sealed uh, Deadpool uh, DVD, a Blu-ray that I wanted. I was like, oh, all right, this is great. And, but I had to take a shit. So <laughs> I hit it. I stashed it. I went to take a shit. And I had to clean the other guy's shit off of the fucking t- the toilet. <laughs> Before I took a shit, dude, this, this is as raw as it gets. You know, pile of shit. Five five minutes later, I come back out, and it was gone. Hey, that's not much of a good story, but that's more of a shit story. It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, some of the Goodwills I frequent, um, they will have games. You got to time it right, mm. you know, because there's. Uh, t- I've been pissed off. There's a couple guys uh, at the Goodwill I'll typically go to where they they inside, right? Like they know people that are there and they'll get their phone number and, and they'll get a call and say, hey, I'm bringing out games today at whatever time. And like I've gotten there literally like right on the dot and there's somebody that like just before me has got stacks of games. And, it, you know, I mean, we both know, right? Like they're supposed to send that stuff to corporate, but, you know, for the online retail, but because they know somebody they will they will put it out for that specific person but one of the better finds i had somebody accidentally put out an n64 at a i think it was a goodwill in like chandler that i went to so they had an n64 out and i just said hey did any games come with this and I'm like oh yeah plenty of games came with it and they sold me mario kart and donkey kong and other titles for like a buck 20 a piece my daughter she um for a summer job she applied at goodwill and she didn't get the job yeah, you that, disowned her, right? Yeah, I grounded her. Yeah, she, she was grounded for yeah. sure. <laughs> Why do you want to work here? My dad told me I need to work here. <laughs> Dude, I was like, you're kidding me, honey. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. And then I needed the gym. <laughs> you drop you drop two rankings on the paper like children. It's, it's goodwill. You didn't get my daughter a job. <laughs> <laughs> I used to know a guy that worked at a Goodwill and... uh you know, he he would say that they would put stuff aside for friends. Yeah, they, they, it happens. It definitely yeah, happens. It's just what they do. And to so the employee, 
they just think that they're helping someone else out. They mightn't realize that there's a big market for this. They'll be like, well, we only sell them for a dollar each. This guy's going to buy all of them. That's a shelf space for me so I can put my linen on it because, you know, that's the mind of the person working. It's not, you know, I'm going to do this here so everyone else misses out. All right. Well, gentlemen, uh, we've passed it to our mark. Uh, I think uh, this is a great show, uh, but uh, I think we're going to call it a night. Um, Ryan, last all time. your um, social medias linked below, guys. I just wanted to ask, Ryan, have you got a place where you share off your collection? Uh, I mean, I guess I have the price charting now. It's all on there. Can people... You saying pictures of collection or like yeah, like photos the collection? and things like that. Oh, he just uh, uses the game deflators Instagram, if anything. Okay, so it's both your collections on there. Yeah, I mean, I don't really pick up that much, and I, I don't have very much special back here that that's really worth taking a second look at. But it's uh, I don't know, it's what I got. Everything's special. It's all got stories attached to it, right? That's why you've got it. Real quick before you go, Ryan, the, the two pieces on, on, on the sh- there's two pieces of shelving on the, the whole shelving unit. Are those is that IKEA? So this middle piece is not IKEA. It's what's the shelves that you have, John? Because I ordered that one. Uh, it's Oscar? um, it's like Atlantic something. I forget the name. Oscar. But, uh, no, I think it's I don't think it's Oscar. I think it's like Atlantic something. I forget the name. Atlantic well, Media a- shelving. Atlantic Oscar. I mean, it's, it's just Atlantic Oscar. It's like pretty flat to the wall. But, and then these two on the sides, these are like skinny, like DVD. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shelves. And I just kind of flanked it on either side. Is that yeah, one well, in the middle adjustable? Yeah, yeah. Is yeah, so that similar to my ones? They're all adjustable. My ones are mm-hmm. thing in the middle. So it's, you got a top part and a bottom part. Yeah, it's exactly that. Look at it. Yours in the back. It, it looks very much the same. I need, you know, I, need a, I need a skinny one. Well, the one I have is actually Atlantic Elite. So like Oscar, I think, is the um, the version of it. So the Atlantic Elite, I believe, holds up to 720 DVDs, if I recall. Oh, wow. Yeah. This one here holds 630 Blu-rays. So it'd be like five, 12 DVDs or something. Mm-hmm. I'm running... Uh... What is it? Uh, I uh, IKEA Billy bookcase, but I bought extra shelving units or extra shelf, you know, the flat part. Mm-hmm. I bought extra shelves and uh, they're just boom, so boom, deep. Boom. Well, that's 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 the nice thing about them. I can stash it behind them. I could double up if I want because I, I I have I have it all pulled. I have a most well the top shelf. I got it pushed out, so it's like you know pretty much flush to the edge, and I just got tons of crap. You know, mm-hmm. like. You, you, you know, we, we all we all got a drawer filled with cables and this, that, and the other. And Not in this room. <laughs> I, I like how they're flush and they only take up the room of one gang because it makes the room feel... I mean, they're, 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 don't get me wrong. I mean, that, that's a great thing because it makes makes your room smaller. Everything's just boop, 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 boop. But, you know, I got, I got, I got the stash shit behind there because I got a bunch of, like, you know, empty cases back there. You know, pieces of games. Yeah, shit I've forgotten about. But uh, this is random shit behind them. Or if I want, if I need to, which I'm getting to the point, I'm gonna have to double up and lie in the front and the back. But anyway, I just uh, I do need a corner. I I need some uh, thin ones like that or narrow ones, mm-hmm. just because just that that far away from the wall, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but it is what it is. But anyway, um, yeah. So game deflators, check out their um, check out their podcast. 
Check out their Instagram. Check out Facebook. That's where I follow you guys the most because I'm old and shitty. And uh, and all the all the uh, all, everything all the uh, pertinence will be in the description below. Anything? Uh, any last words, Ryan or John? John, or Man, Ryan? thanks so much for having us. I, I really had a good time tonight. Happy to win the quiz and, and take home the <laughs> crown today. <laughs> yeah, it's good to finally uh... respect is what you win. <laughs> respect. <laughs> I'll take it. all the respect Ryan. I could get. Yeah, well, it's good to finally like chat with you. I remember uh, when I first moved to Arizona, I'd actually see on offer up a lot of your listings uh, that you would have, and I always came across them like, oh, this guy's like selling whatever titles all the time. There's there was always like four or five collectors in like the Chandler Gilbert area that I would see frequently, and you were one of them. I think you're probably on that Nintendo collectors fan page of Arizona. It's now like Arizona video game collectors. I think yeah, that's where yeah, I first local, came across yeah. you. Yeah. I, so. I, 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 people who collect video games and resell them, I block them. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, that's weird. You, re- you recognize me from off rub of all places. Well, yeah. I mean, well, you had your name on there first off and then your photo was on there. So obviously bad. <laughs> and we've connected on the PS2 <laughs> thing over time. So yeah, I mean, dude, I, I, seen your listings in your face probably multiple times over the last seven years not to stalk you but i've, I've seen no no I, in various it, settings we want so we want to see a photo now of you in in person <laughs> <laughs> now that you're all in the same thumbs up of all, all of us it has yeah, to right. happen no my, yeah my offer up picture is pretty well i think i think i'm, I'm doing this one yeah yeah, yeah is. That, that, that's that my one. look on offer up so you know yeah. me but uh, hey no john ryan thanks for uh thanks for coming on Thanks for the hours of entertainment you've provided me to and from work. And uh, it's glad to finally uh, put some uh, faces to the names or the voices, the voices of the faces. But you guys get it. At any oh, rate, yeah, it was a great time, guys. Thanks, thanks for coming on. Good night, everybody. See you guys. See ya. It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's a PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. PlayStation Collector's Podcast. Welcome to the show. We got these where we're gonna talk some smack. Should I buy this game? Where to buy that? Got special guest games and these too. Plenty of stuff for me and you. Collectors Podcast PlayStation Collectors Podcast PlayStation Collectors Podcast Welcome to the show It's the PlayStation Collectors Podcast PlayStation Collectors Podcast PlayStation Collectors Podcast Welcome to the show Welcome to the show Welcome to the show Welcome to the show